I thought I'd take my boy to see that new space movie. I hear it's got special effects. <laughs> it's the 80s. Do a lot of coke and vote for Ronald Reagan. I know what that is! Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker, and we have the other Alex on. Alex, how you doing? I'm really glad you guys brought me back to bitch about something. I'm really glad I have a corner on this podcast. Well, you know, I, I'm trying to get everybody a voice here at some point. We would have had the other Alex. Things just didn't work out with scheduling, and trust me, she would not have enjoyed this. Uh, before we get into Ready Player One, do you guys remember the 80s? Dude, I wish I was born in the 80s. <laughs> Fucking same, brother. Speaking as I think the only person on this podcast who was born in the 80s, at that least is, the last three months of it. That's uh, accurate. <laughs> yeah. Boy, I remember the 80s. I, I love the things of the 80s. Remember the movies and the music and the video games and, oh you know. God, I love brands. I sure do politics. love things that I remember. I, I like to guys, buy things. You know what, guys? It's a brand new episode, and you know what that means. Bring it in, guys! <laughs> every character from every 80s game, comic, cartoon, TV show, movie, and book, reality, come in with everything for a huge movie. Ladies and gentlemen, Game Master Ernest. So, uh, <laughs> uh, be, before we get into it, uh, let's talk about what we recently watched. Uh, Alex, I'll let you go first. All right, well, uh... I know Parker's seen this one, but I watched a little movie called Mom and Dad, directed by whatever the guy's name is who directed Crank and Crank 2. Neville Dean or Taylor. Yes. One I, of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured you'd have that on hand. And uh, if, if you're not familiar with this movie, basically the premise is something, some weird unexplained thing happens in the world that causes all parents to try to kill their own children. And we get to follow Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair trying to kill their own kids. And it's fucking fantastic. Like I, I, I guess I need to see that one. I, I did not expect it to be as good as it was. And then, like two thirds of the way through, I was like, "This is absolutely good as hell." Who made this movie? And I looked at his other credits, and I was like, "Oh, this makes sense." Yeah. <laughs> I just want to like pause this podcast and watch the pool table scene. All God, it's again. so good. It's so <laughs> unnecessary. And it's fucking amazing. Like, um, I, I also watched the death of Stalin, which. I'm pretty sure I loved, but I might have just liked. I'm kind of still stewing on it. It's like... It's basically a really slapstick black comedy, which, like, in theory shouldn't work, but also Steve Buscemi's Nikita Khrushchev, and nobody in the movie okay. is attempting to use an accent in any way, and it, like, really, really enhances the experience. <laughs> like, I have to admit, it, I wanted to see this one. It's actually, like, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched it immediately after Mom and Dad, and it was really hard to come down off that high. <laughs> But, uh, um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that was a good night. That was a really good night. I was pretty proud of that one. Um, that sounds good. 
and other than that, it's most uh, most of what I've been watching lately are things that I've already seen revisiting. I got to uh, I got to pop somebody's usual suspects cherry, which is always a great time because when you oh nice, that's good nice. yeah like like that and from dusk till dawn when you can pop those cherries like it's it's fucking heavenly to experience those movies with somebody we're for the first time. Going to corner Dan and make him watch. I, I'm shocked we haven't held he's him never down. Seen that? Yeah, he's never seen it. We haven't held him oh, down that's and made him watch change. it yet. Yeah. He has to experience I, it I, before someone no, ruins it. I need to experience him experiencing it. Like this is about <laughs> us. Let's be honest. That's fair. <laughs> you know, speaking of the usual suspects, I think one of the major joys of my life is uh, realizing that my sister actually really enjoys that movie. Like she texted me; uh, she's graduating from college soon. And she texted me, "Is like, yeah, have you ever seen the Usual Suspects?" I was like, "Oh me? Yeah, of course." Oh, this movie. She loves it. And I was like, "That's nice." <laughs> yeah, no, that's just like it's like a treasure, and like the fact that Kevin Spacey's a fucking weirdo now, like, kind of enhances it like ten percent. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like I've been going back and revisiting all these like classic Kevin Spacey movies, and it's like the fact that I know he's like a psycho pervert, like, kind of makes Seven better. Like, like it's I, I don't know, it's kind of fucked up, but like I can't get oh away. Oh my from god, it. I think yeah, he might he's be been right. paying it forward IRL is <laughs> yeah. very unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way I'd describe it. Uh, Alex, any other ones? Um, I watched A Few Good Men again this afternoon because it was on Love uh, it. it was on cable. Movie is fucking fantastic, and like I think it might be the greatest performance of somebody in a movie that's only there for like eight minutes because like Jack Nicholson's actually only in three scenes and yet completely oh, yeah, steals the show. Boy, does he make the most? God, of he just scenes. he's he's incredible. Other than that, oh, yeah. no, I've I've been watching Counterpart, which is fantastic. Uh, oh, you guys right. haven't seen it. Um, uh, Parker, uh, you want to go next? Let's see. I watch a lot, but I'll try and trim it down here. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Let me talk to you guys about a movie called Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, no. Now, gotta cut all this. Did both <laughs> did both <laughs> of y'all watch the original way back when it came out? No, I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it like three months afterwards when I realized that the hype wasn't just like dumb internet nerds and it was actually going to be a good movie. But I missed the theater experience. Did- if that's what you're asking. Do you remember that the lead was the fucking charisma boy that is Charlie Hunnam? No, but now I did. Yeah. So I went to this one wondering, like, I wonder what boring white guy is going to appear. And imagine my face when fucking Scott Eastwood, <laughs> that piece of human driftwood, walks onto the screen and I realize he's going to be in most of the movie. And guess what? Spoilers, half this movie's kids. Oh, you tricked me, oh, trailers. No. Didn't put that in the fucking trailers. Oh. We're going to get a bunch of junior cadets. It's oh. an adaptation of Johnny oh. Sakoto's Flying Robot. Oh, I was real cheese. So, uh, yeah, that's exactly what you think it is, for better and for worse. I watched it once. I will never watch it again. <laughs> Sometimes you make poor experiences. And it really helped me like deal with my emotions on Ready Player One. Because that movie ended, and I looked at my clock and realized, like, if I had to sit here for another 45 minutes, <laughs> I'd blow my fucking brains out. Like, you know what? Yeah. Really put things into perspective. <laughs> oh, God. I watched two more Hellraiser movies, and oh which God. I bring up for one reason. They care so little about these sequels that literally on the DVD, the movies are out of order. Oh. I watched eight before I watched seven because they couldn't be bothered to put three movies in chronological order. It's Hellraiser. You can watch them out of order. They still the, make sense. The love and affection put into this franchise. I mean, you laugh now, but it's a movie series that centers around this little puzzle box 
bringing a lot of misery on someone, and I feel like we'll touch on that in Ready Player One. Fuck you. I thought oh, you were going Jesus. for a mother box joke there, and I got really excited, but I'll, I'll accept oh, this. Dude, mother. Dude, I love mother. Did oh. you get the symbolism in it? God damn it. <laughs> I'm still mad. My only regret is that you both waited six months to see that movie after I did, so we couldn't have a nice, frank, <laughs> candid conversation about this it's, deep and insightful movie. It is a movie. very good thing that I did not see that in theaters. <laughs> you would be barred from the album. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually, like, I think it, that's one of the few movies that I've ever had, like, an audible reaction to when I was sitting there by myself. When you realize <laughs> that, that the movie's called Mother because she's Mother Earth, I literally stood up and said, man, fuck this movie, and a guy like four rows down <laughs> clapped. Like, that's really all I needed. It like, took me the until the, was the, 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 was it? Uh, the Cain and Abel scene. That's when I was like, oh, that's what they're doing. Like, it's bad enough. And then the credits roll, and you see what everyone is credited as. Yep. And I want to put my head through the yep. goddamn wall. <laughs> yeah. The, wor- well, the worst part is, like, reading the think okay. pieces about how, like, the, all these little subtle things are clever. Like, oh, when he's in the bathroom at the beginning throwing up, you can see, like, there's, like, a scar on his back. That must be where they took his ribs so he could, so God could create women. It's like, that might be clever in any other movie. You like, get it? <laughs> You guys get it? God, I'm still mad. Parker, what else did you watch? The last thing I'll mention is I took today to be a day of self-discovery. I had a lot of conflicted emotions. I sat down, I cleared my mind, and The Last Jedi is good. Chris, what did you watch? Well, it's good, huh? I'm not having this argument. You tried. You tried. (laughs) In my 27 years on Earth, I've learned a thing or two about internet bait, my dude. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just simply not going to address this. Uh, you know, you Parker, I watched a Klaus Kinski movie called Fitzcarraldo. It's two and a half hours long. All right, <clears throat> Twitter here. There's so much to say about Fitzcarraldo that I actually decided to write about. It. So visit terribleblog.net. I wrote about it there. The only other thing that I didn't say about the movie that I'd like to say here is that his hair in that movie looks very much like Jean Claude Van Damme's in Enemies Closer. So that's, that should be all the hook that you need to watch. Uh, it. I was going to say, you just you just took me from I'm never going to watch this movie to I'm probably never going to watch this movie, which is a big step. There you go. <laughs> it's, it is a movie about a guy dragging a boat up a hill, and it is one of the most uh, astonishing movies I've ever seen. Uh, also, it was Easter. I went to the uh, Cathedral of St. Matthew in Washington, D.C., got to see Cardinal Whirl. It was like standing room only. It was terrible. So I was like, oh, what sort of... Jesus movie should I watch today? And I sat down with my sister and I watched Jesus Christ Superstar. Not the live version that, I, that they put on screen. I don't care if Alice Cooper is in it. I decided to watch the 1973 version. Have either of you seen the 1973 version of Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh man, I was really hoping you were going to curveball me with God's Not Dead 3. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try. Uh, no. So you guys haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen that huh. one. Oh, I, I, I... Okay, this one I'll highly recommend. And not just because I'm Catholic... This movie is wild, all right? It is totally okay to laugh at this movie and just be like, what am I looking at right now? The music's really, really good. This is a very, very well-done musical. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber. I mean, come on. Uh, the comedy is very good, when it, whether it's intentional or unintentional. They have fucking tanks in this movie. I don't know what is going on for half of this. And I have to admit, it's pretty dramatic and a fairly decent attempt at adapting the Bible. It is the world's greatest story, of course, but... Jeez, this is better than the Ten Commandments. This is better than the Prince of Egypt. This is a... Okay, I'll tell you what. People ask, oh, did you have fun at Ready Player What? No, I didn't have fun. I had fun <laughs> with Jesus Christ Superstar, but, right? I highly, highly recommend this. But, Chris... I know who that is. Chris, yeah. 
Can you tell me just how much of the Bible took place in the 80s? <laughs> I recognize the Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is that the only other musical you know, be honest? <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> I was kind of banking on him last week. I was banking on him knowing uh, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> so when I told him I watched the black and white 1960 version with Jack Nicholson, it would have hurt a whole lot more. Uh, His eyes went cross. This is truly I also an watched with moment. my sister. We, we were talking about Alice Cooper. Like, yeah, him as King Herod. What would that be like? And I was like, you know, another Alice Cooper movie you got to watch. Uh, and. I said Prince of Darkness, she didn't want to watch it. So we put on Wayne's World. Uh, guess what? Wayne's World totally holds up. I love that movie. And uh, I, I don't want to get into too many references because otherwise we'll be here all night. But I have to say, for me, one of the biggest draws of the movie is seeing Laura Flynn Boyle, who was just fantastic as one of the lead characters on Twin Peaks. And then you see her as Stacy in this movie. It's, it's astonishing. It's just the way that she's, like, slipping and, like, you know, stepping all over the place and just like her voice and everything. It's a completely different person from her character on Twin Peaks. I, I love it. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's a million quotes in that movie and I love it to death. Also, Tia Carrere, founding member of the slideshow. And uh, finally, I watched, oh yeah, I watched this one before Ready Player One. I was like, hey, Chris, there's this classic movie at the Alamo. I was like, oh, what could be better? It was Kiki's Delivery Service. Everyone brace yourselves. I, I'm, I, I, I don't actually have a pun here. The best I could do was call it Gigi's Delivery Service because her cat is named Gigi and the cat was the best part of the movie. You guys know my feelings on Studio Giblets. I don't like their you movies. I do not enjoy their movies. I, I think they're kind of lame. Uh, and this one didn't really change my mind. It was fine. It was, you know, if, if you like this, then it's okay. I mean, enjoy your finger painting class. Uh, there's not much that happens here. Uh, it's the movie begins, it continues, and then it ends. Uh, I like the cat. Did I say that? There's not much I can say about this. I, I mean, it's just it's just a little cartoon movie for babies. I, I don't know. I, I, there's nothing to it really. It's just maybe I'd like it more if I was a kid, and it's it's better than a whole lot of Disney movies. It's better than Cinderella, for example. But jeez, there's not there's no meat on this movie. Okay, so my it's first weird. time with usually Kiki, you hate cartoons for babies. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my first time with Kiki was not great. Not going to reword that. So Ready Player One. Uh, I guess you guys don't need to talk about the trailers beforehand because I just saw three and there are ones I've already seen before. Can uh, can I get? Can you give me like thirty seconds on this really quick? Because this is yeah. this has been like on my brain for a little bit. And between seeing it. the post and seeing this, like I feel like it needs to come <laughs> up. Do the words directed by Steven Spielberg mean anything anymore? Not to me. They do. Thanks for That's Jurassic Park, but fuck off. I don't care anymore. I, mean, I think that they should make a movie about Steven Spielberg's just complete collapse at this point. I mean, what is like like what is the last legitimately good Steven Spielberg movie in your opinions? For me, if you say okay. War Horse, okay. I'm flipping the <laughs> I'm not going to say War No, okay, okay. I have to admit, I love Lincoln. Lincoln was fine. Like, I don't have a problem with that answer. Like, I had like, a really good theater experience. Like, so. like I liked it. I didn't love it. Like, for me, I think the last legitimately good Steven Spielberg movie in my mind is Catch Me If You Can, which came out in 2002? 2003? So, yeah. <laughs> Parker, what about for you? Is it actually uh, Jurassic Park? It might be Minority, Minority Report. Minority Report is good. Yes, I was going to say, if it, if, if it wasn't uh, that, it would have been that. But like, yeah, 
I mean, there are some clunkers. Remember when people were like, yeah, Hook is his worst movie. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) You sweet summer child. (laughs) (laughs) Look what he's done recently. And he could just get away with it. Find me five people who saw the BFG. I literally dare you. <laughs> like I, I'm is not that sure how that I get one happens. of the keys in the Oasis? Find yes. me five people who saw the BFG. <laughs> yeah, you have to like go to the secret level of Doom in order to get it. But anyway, I no, I'm no, sorry. no. Oh, that's a no, video game. No. Holy I'm shit! I've, I've had enough games. video game references for tonight. I can't handle any more. Well, then, good thing we don't have to talk about the Wreck-It Ralph 2 trailer. Does, does that little girl, she always has that voice? That's intentional? No one? Okay, never mind. So, uh, the movie starts off, and already I have one of those point to the screen. I know what that is for the Amblin logo, because it's E.T. So, uh, By the way, look, I'm sure everyone who was at South by Southwest had a great time. <laughs> but if you're a professional critic, and you started cheering when the Amblin logo came up... <laughs> You need to feel bad about yourself. You really do. You should feel terrible. What are you fucking doing? Yeah, I love War Horse. The post! It was great. Bridge of Spies! <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, Monuments yeah, Men. I don't even think he directed it, but... <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. You tend to forget that he's involved with, like, literally every movie. And you just don't remember which ones he directed and which ones he produced. I'm pretty sure he was, like, exec producer on Transformers 5. By the way, all these people telling me to just... You know what? AI deserves another chance. No, no, Incorrect. no, no. Did you actually go no. back and rewatch it? No! <laughs> don't do it, dude. Take my heels sucks. in the dirt on this I'd one. rather go back and rewatch K-Pax, my dude. I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not gonna rewatch gonna... anything. It's gonna be War of the Worlds just because Tom uh, Cruise. Is War in of it. the Worlds is fine. It is. You know, what? I have to say, I don't like either version of War of the Worlds because, of course, I watched the black and white version. But I was trying to like stack them up next Ooh. to each other. I was like, oh, I'm not having it's, fun right now. It's like the seventh best Tom Cruise sci-fi movie. So like, Oof, it, that's man. Uh, to be to be fair, there. there's like five bangers in that category. There's so, a lot going on there. Yeah. yeah. So the movie begins with the Van Halen intro. <laughs> I know uh, that band. Yeah, Alex, did you have a good time as soon as you heard that? <laughs> so I had actually totally forgotten that Parker told me that happened. And then when I heard it start, I was like, oh, god damn it. Hold, hold on. You should have seen I my imagine. face when I heard... Dun, 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 before, dun, dun. before we get to the start of the movie, I need to explain the theater layout that I was in. Because I'm going to reference this a couple times throughout as things Probably happened. important, yeah, go ahead. Alright, so like, this was like in one of the bigger theaters there, but it was basically empty because it was on Monday night at 10pm. It's like eight or nine people in there, and I scan the crowd as I walk in. You know, gotta gotta pick tactical seating for a movie like this. Um, yes. So I decide to sit behind a group of three, immediately behind a group of three people, which has a really skinny dude with long hair, a girl with pink hair and non-matching converses, and a fat guy. In that order, oh. sitting across the room. I just plop down immediately right behind them. No, no, no! I gotta get behind him so I can hear all three of them throughout the movie. And like, yes. Like, you may continue. Uh, okay, so the movie starts off, and it's described, oh, it's the year 2045, and we live in these, like, little stacked mini homes on top of poles or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like that one scene in Wayne's World, where they're like, all those cars are, like, stacked <laughs> up on that one spike, which, uh, reference, by the way, I know what that is. Anyway, I'd like to stop the podcast really quick. We have a sponsorship now, uh, Pizza Hut, with the... Uh, <laughs> The drone flying it in and everything. What the fuck was the deal with that? I mean, movies are. Expensive. I was I was still shocked at the fact that this movie took place in Megaton from Fallout Three. So like I was just like, <laughs> I I know what that is. 
I, I, I too have played a video game or two. I'm aware of this. <laughs> one might say this movie's Black Panther for gamers. One might say that. In fact, one it's did say that. the best headline I've ever read. I'm life. just going to attribute that to Jason Schreier. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, uh, it's weird that he wrote it under that pseudonym, but I guess he didn't want too much who attention. Who in the world eats Pizza Hut? Anyway. You know, there was an I Easter egg in that look. article, so you could find out who the original author was if he <laughs> looks hard enough. <laughs> a fucking Pizza Hut drone is like the 87th most embarrassing <laughs> reference in this movie. So it's 2045. Our main character has a He-Man lunchbox. Uh, cool. And I thought this movie was going to be just 80s references, and immediately what I see, there's a and Minecraft right. reference in here. What's what's that's, going on? That's, it was something. Kids love Minecraft as much as they love Battletoads. Hey, uh, but Parker, do they love it as much as the literal Casino Planet? That is not the worst I, casino planet I've seen in movies in the past six months. Exactly. Not the I, worst one I've seen today. I <laughs> wish I was sitting sure. next to you when that happened. The look I would have given you would have turned you to stone. <laughs> so let's describe kind of like uh, the, the sort of setup that they have here. It's like this dystopian future. Everything totally sucks. You're never going to make it better. And by the end of the movie, no one makes any attempt to make the world better. But who cares? It's just a movie. I only paid $16 for two and a half hours of my fucking life. I'm distracted. Uh, so players are like, oh, let's escape this reality by listening to content. I mean, uh, by plugging ourselves into a virtual reality game. And it's like living in World of Warcraft or something. like I don't know. I don't play games. So uh, they, they can, you can be whatever you want. You can like, change your avatar. It's like, oh, now I have silver hair. Now I look like a fucking elf. Who cares? And one of the ones, one of the examples he says you could look like anything. And fucking Marvin the Martian comes out? Oh, that really? Was, that wasn't Who the even, fuck wants to be is. Marvin the Martian? my favorite, dude. My favorite's the dude fucking around the oasis is an anthropomorphic mushroom because <laughs> we saw that dude three times imagine they told me i could be anything so i decided to become a giant mushroom with a face <laughs> like i kept looking for what the most embarrassing fursona was in this world i just kept my eyes just kept gravitating to the fucking mushroom person <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah, there's there. a lot going on. So I, I actually did try to write down every single reference uh, that they made in the movie, which uh, I had to give up at a couple points because at one point he pulls out his lunchbox when a cute girl comes over, just starts bringing out all his toys and naming them. Yeah, that classic Same. 80s movie reference, Silent Running. Come on, man. I Come on. I checked literally every scene for someone dressed as Legolas so I could start laughing to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene, Three my eyes were peeled right. looking for someone saying, Does my avatar make me look like Legolas? <laughs> so, uh, the movie gets a lot of exposition out of the way in the first act. So, I guess we can refer to the first act as like the training mission. So, you get to learn the controls of the movie. So, uh, can, can we talk about my favorite reference in this movie, real quick? Which is. Most certainly, so many most certainly not an actual reference, but like immediately took my brain somewhere that's very on brand. The first, I'm the ready. first time we see his setup in that car, like hidden in the junkyard. Yeah. You guys remember the episode of Hey Arnold with Garbage Day, where yes. they hide out in that like guy's like trunk car in the junkyard, like like, and then the fifth graders find it and they have to like run away as that one like nerdy kid in the junkyard gets thrown in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> because that's all I could think every time we visited the junkyard car. Like, fuck, this was from the best episode of Hey Arnold. You have to understand, Alex, one day Wade Wallace will be in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You were two for two on referencing Hey Arnold on episode zero. <laughs> Both were totally organic. That's the worst part. <laughs> okay, so the Oasis is the name of this. I don't even know if it's like a video game. It's like more like a virtual world, but I guess it's a game too because there's like points and coins. Like it's oh, whatever. And it was all programmed by Mark Rylance, Academy Award winner Mark Rylance. Uh, and Steven Spielberg survivor somehow, uh, and he's acting about as awkward as possible. I thought he was like actually like that. So props to his acting ability. Was this like a really like weird sort of takeoff on autistic people? And then I thought more about it. It was like no, 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 no. That would have been Spider Man, not Spider Man, the Flash from Justice League. Alex, don't worry, you were. Uh, yeah, I forgot that character so, was there. Yeah, so uh, I, I know who that is. I kept wondering who it was. I was like, oh, that's Mark Rylance, and he made it. And then at one point he dies, and they play that fucking organ music from like graveyards. Dude, <laughs> the kids are weeping in class because the fucking Spurg Lord who loves '80s comics died. The guy who made their stupid video game. There's just children weeping. I mean, just like imagine a twelve-year-old just in the middle of a classroom, just weeping because PewDiePie died of cancer. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Who gives a shit that the guy who made their stupid VR game? Died? He literally has quarters on his eyes. That's a reference that's going to come back later. God. All I could think of was the Boondock Saints, so I just laughed even harder. <laughs> so, for, throughout the entire first act, I had to admit, I did not care about anyone or anything. That is not Shocking. a good sign. That's, like, the entire first act's job is to make you care about these people, so by the third act, you're invested. And you care about whether they die. And Chris, I did care very deeply about one of these scenes. And it was this was the, very much one of them. The I. scene in which I realized how abominably awful this vintage Steven Spielberg score was. That really feels like it was ripped directly out of Close Encounters of the Third Kind throughout the Ooh. entire movie, no matter when it was appropriate. When was this? This would be the scene when he gets punched out by his stepdad, and immediately <laughs> the fucking violin and flute come in. And it's like, what is happening in this movie? <laughs> what is going on? Step, by the way, the dad from The Witch. So I'm just imagining this old-timey Christian man beating the shit out of his failed son for not letting him game hard enough. You took my gamer gloves. You Thomas said so you took me gamer gloves. You cursed this family. Black Peter used a cheat code. Black Peter used a cheat code. Do you want to game deliciously? Like, on, on a serious note, though, like, this, the score of this movie is just so fucking wildly inappropriate throughout. Like, it is, yeah. Like, I, before seeing this movie, I was of the opinion that the 1999 hit movie Ravenous, starring Guy Pierce, had the worst score of any movie I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this movie, so I'm going to fit in another on-brand reference here. It's a here Guy Pierce movie about cannibals, in which you gain superpowers right. from eating people. And also, it's set in the 1800s, so everybody's running around in, like, Civil War uniforms, and it makes no sense whatsoever. But the, the reason I bring this up is because the score is done by Damon Albarn of Blur and the Gorillas fame, and it's really remarkable that he was able to take a break from his two shockingly mediocre musical acts at the same time to make this <laughs> fucking, like, xylophone-infused score of, like, these dramatic scenes where there's supposed to be cannibals running around. It, 
It is the second. Like, I'm imagining it. it. It's like the second worst fitting fucking score I've ever heard in a movie. Also, David Arquette's in this movie and gets eaten at some point. Like, it's it's truly a treasure if you get the chance. Like, definitely, well, let's save that for next episode. I guess. About David Arquette getting eaten while Phil getting eaten. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. My regular brain's doing but fine. But yeah, until this very moment, I was like, this is the most out of place, awful, but like kind of hilarious score I've ever heard in a movie. No, Steven Spielberg decided to one up himself by putting basically the same score he puts in every Steven Spielberg movie into this movie, where it just it made no sense. It just, like... like He's trying to be whimsical way too hard in a movie that has no whimsy in it. There's no... Oh, don't worry. We'll get to the last 25 minutes eventually. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's not exactly great. So, uh, who is the actor who played Bob Evil? Uh, Alex, you said that he's... Uh, looks like uh, vintage Mc- Vince McMahon? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when, I, when they showed that first fucking boardroom scene... I'm like, oh my god, it's it's Space Vince McMahon. And then I remembered the movie's not in space. But I'm going to be honest with you. He actually reminded me a lot of the principal from, or at least whatever he was, from The Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I've seen that movie. I'm familiar yeah, with that yeah. one. Oh, shit, okay. that's like that John Dude. Yeah. You know I love the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Uh, I don't know. I just thought yeah, he looked like that. He's, he's, he's probably in something else that I know. I was like, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for Oh, Chris, how did you not know that? I don't remember. Come on. I, mean, I had a lot going on in this movie. How could you not remember any of the yeah, characters okay, yeah, from so, Star Wars Rogue One? So, William How Wallet, could you not remember the memorable characters such as... Fuck. God, fucking... Wasn't there a robot? Uh, no, there was probably awesome. a robot. Oh, man, that reminds me. Somebody's persona was C-3PO in one of those scenes, and I fucking almost busted a not laughing. Imagine being able to be anything and choose to be the cuck robot from Star Wars. I think I'd rather be a mushroom. Uh, So our main main character is William Wallace. Wait, Wade Wade Williams? Wade, I'm going to call him Wade. Wade Phillips. Yeah, and he plays a character known as Parzival, uh, which you can name yourself anything. Anything in Did the you world. Like when they explained his name. Yeah, that's like I like it when people explain the joke or explain whatever. It's it was almost as bad as mother. But yeah, his name is Wade, and uh, he is friends with the orc from Bright, except in like giant robot form. <laughs> who, I, who, by oh, the way, Jesus, I couldn't no. understand throughout the entire movie. Like, There's no. a reason for that. <laughs> I didn't know that they were literally just voice shifting her down. They brought her into the studio and said, yeah, just record the lines normally. We're not going to fuck around at all. And they just took the big giant lover that says, do not touch. And they just they just pulled it down like pouring chemical X into her throat. <laughs> They're like, why does she sound like Shannon Sharp? <laughs> oh, my God. That's the meanest thing I think anyone's ever said on this episode. Um give it time <laughs> so there's a they, first they have to have a big race because the guy who made this uh what was this ah, i forgot his name already boy this movie is like just leaving my brain entirely i love this uh the guy who made this movie he died and he was like oh for all you pores out there i have left an easter egg in here which will give you half a trillion dollars and the key to the company so it's kind of like uh charlie and the chocolate factory but they never made that reference I know what that is. Yeah, but they could have put him in like a glass elevator. They put the fucking pure imagination song in the trailer. People oh. don't forget. Because I sat there I in definitely front of eight goddamn movies. <laughs> I definitely forgot that. But uh, I saw in front of everything I saw last year. Yeah, maybe it was in the book. Who knows? 
Uh, anyway, it's like in order to get the Easter egg, you have to get three keys. Uh, oh. You know, the really cool thing about Easter eggs from a real gamer over here is that Easter eggs, you don't tell them about the Easter egg. You're supposed to just <laughs> find it accidentally. I guess he waited till he died. He's like, okay, guys, can you just like find this thing for me? Jesus Christ. So uh, one of the keys, I guess everyone already knows about it. Uh, whatever, you have to race for it. And uh, this is where you get a lot of references. You see Speed Racer, the guy's driving a DeLorean. Uh, there's a girl who's driving the motorcycle from Akira, which is like one of the best anime is. movies ever. Do you know what that is? How do they not put a fucking truck yeah, on the I don't know what an anime is. <laughs> okay. Can somebody answer okay. that? Like, <laughs> Wait. Like, even like the references weren't like, they were just, oh God. Well, I was expecting them to use one of the uh, motorcycles from Spy Kids 3D, so they didn't do that. And at one point, I saw a monster truck, and I was just like, oh my god, could you imagine if they had, like, the mystery machine in there? <laughs> it was <laughs> it just, like, really all the wacky races vehicles. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. My favorite Team Fortress 2 map. Anyway, uh, so Fucking King Kong monthly. and Godzilla are in here. Two references, I know what they are. And... Yeah, they can't beat it, because no one can beat King Kong. That's, like, the rule. And I was like, then you can't win the game. It's, like, impossible to get it. So it's like, why are you guys even trying? And the girl explains to Wade, a stupid name for a protagonist, as, like, oh, but the creator hated rules. Because video games don't have rules, you know? You just fuck about on them, I guess. Anyway, he decides to watch a, a video he's seen over and over again with the robot butler from Transformers 5, and he discovers that he needs to go backwards really... F yes, Parker, that's exactly what God. I was going to do. Damn it. <laughs> so he decides he needs to go backwards really fast. By the way, so let's just say this here, so everyone knows it's a race. No one's tried this in five fucking years. Look, there's a lot okay. of problems with this whole Easter egg thing. Like, I'm actually bothered by a lot of this. The idea there's of going of backwards, yeah, that's like one of the first things I do in a game. I'm just like, you know, when I'm getting control of my characters, like, no, go forward at all times. I mean, shit. There's I've a lot of problems <laughs> with the Oasis because <laughs> nothing has come out in five years. And if you die once, you lose everything. Who the fuck would be playing it still? <laughs> I like, like, I was just like. I, I've been playing Mario Kart for 20 years and I go backwards literally every time. Like, there has to be somebody that has tried to hit everyone else going the wrong way in Mario Kart every time they've played at least once. Like, there's exactly. no way. I felt this yeah. was a nation of gamers. <laughs> you know, there's a couple scenes where he's driving throughout that race and other people are getting destroyed and when you get destroyed you burst into coins kind of like sonic but with rings don't worry parker i played a video game and he collects I all these rings games. and you see his hands do it every single time you can wa like watch his hand gather the rings and like swipes on his dashboard and i was like i was really thinking that was going to come back like he uses all the coins that he gets at the very end of the movie to like buy a really big super weapon no that was just to show off the 3d wouldn't know Special effect. No, don't worry. My good friend and musical associate here, Parker, paid for 3D. God. Was it worth well, it? It was either that or I go to a late night showing when I work the next day. And I wasn't losing sleep for this <laughs> fucking movie. Uh, so, anyway, he, get, he does get punched out by his uncle, I guess. And the reason he gets punched out by his uncle is because he calls his uncle a noob. <laughs> I forgot he called him a noob. <laughs> a fucking noob, and he just belts him in front of God and everyone. Which, to be fair, he did deserve it because he fucking called him a noob. You call us a noob? You ruin our crops, Thomas. Just... Anyway, back to the race. <laughs> I, lo I love the idea that people are still using noob in 2045. Like. <laughs> I 
haven't heard that word in 17 years. It's going to make a comeback, dude. Just wait like 25 more years. <laughs> noob will Can die. Can you imagine <laughs> well, he's... someone trying to explain the words noob and like freemium gaming to Steven Spielberg as he politely nods? Don't worry, Parker. Uh-huh. Alex is bringing noob back just like just like that one <laughs> character brought back Porch Monkey and Clerks too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> really? That's where you went with it? <laughs> noob is the real N-word. <laughs> <laughs> So when he said, oh, I have to go backwards really fast, where do you think my mind went? Platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> no. No, shut up. Okay, I'm to that one. That's a reference that I know. <laughs> I know what that is. Okay, so when that guy said, maybe I should go backwards really fast, I barely thought of big rigs over the road racing. Of course you did. <laughs> you can go infinitely fast if you go backwards. Can you imagine him just getting in like the shittiest rendered fucking big rig in there? They're like, you'll never win with that, Wade. And he's just like, oh, don't worry. I've got a plane to shoot the ether. He's like, got the key. My name's Parzival, and you're not my real dad. <laughs> You're a fucking noob, Dad. You wouldn't win with those gloves. And he's mad because he took his gaming gloves. <laughs> and then he called him a noob and got punched in the face. And then she threatened to kick him out for touching her gamer gloves. I feel like... And then they fucking die later. And it's never so the, the fucking people that make those gamer glasses have to be so bad at the misproduct placement here. <laughs> oh, man. They just didn't sell themselves The fucking... Out. Bob Evil sits in a fucking gaming chair for half the movie. <laughs> he fucking sends him an Xbox Live message. <laughs> Fantastic. Fucking Vince McMahon in space playing Uno with an Xbox Vision camera. <laughs> yeah, this is the special Microsoft edition oh, of Monopoly. Did, did, in, by 2045, <laughs> did they finally figure out how to get people's balls off of Xbox Live Uno? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh my god, I just... oh. Fucking shit. You guys just imagined me, or, or just made me imagine, uh, fucking, if the characters in this game had to play 3D Ultra Mini Golf in order to get a key. <laughs> that would be, oh, that would be infinitely harder than any of those three challenges. <laughs> it absolutely would. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh my God. just surrounding my ball in like a, a thick sheet of oil as Alex stares at my face nose to nose. I came fucking. Oops. <laughs> so I actually kind of like, like the, the uh, 14th recent... time someone goes, "Hey, is that good? Did you mean to hit it there?" <laughs> is a the part ball of supposed to go that forever. way? Is the hole outside the level now? Sorry, I'm new to golf. This is my first time. (laughs) I've never played golf in space. Is that a hole in one? You're trying to get the most points, right? I think you're winning. (laughs) You don't understand. It's all about the high score. (laughs) So I will admit this, okay? As far as Steven Spielberg directing this, when he decided to go backwards and that sent him on, like, that whole way and he's like, King Kong can see him through, like, the railway and everything, I actually kind of like the visuals. So visually, it kind of reminded me of another movie I hate called Knowing. With Nicolas Cage, oh, they have yes, some really bro. good visuals in there, like the fucking plane Future crash. Episode. Uh, well, I mean, well, we all know that one. But uh, I, I have to admit, I kind of liked it. Uh, but after that, I was like, I didn't particularly care. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on. But anyway, after this, he gets like really famous, and he sees uh, a whole bunch of stuff. He just starts naming things, uh, naming a bunch of references. You know, there there was a reference to the holy hand grenade. He gets called Padawan. There's a reference to Avatar. And there was a Street Fighter arcade. 
And then... <laughs> oh, yes. He sees a Rubik's Cube. But, but he doesn't call he it a Rubik's Cube. He calls it a Zemeckis Cube. Because, you know, Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> and, the, the Rubik's Cube was invented in the 80s. Just, just everyone had a Rubik's Cube. I love Rubik's Cubes. I thought they were cool. I thought they were fun. And it's just, I can't use it anymore. I have to redecorate my desk at work now because I can't have my Rubik's Cubes over there because I was like, hey, man, it's a Mecha's Cube. Ready Player One. And I can't throw it at him because I'll get fired. Hand to God. The characters could have all stopped talking, looked through the camera, and told me how I was going to die. And I wouldn't have heard it because I was imagining you seeing that scene and I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> Knowing how angry you were going If you could have seen my face, because inside baseball here, Parker told me before the movie, was like, oh, I can't wait till you see the Zemeckis game. I was like, yeah, real funny, asshole. And then, <laughs> then it comes on screen and the look on my face, it's like, remember when that guy's head exploded in scanners? <laughs> I've watched eight movies about a little bitty cube that brings torment and misery. And then when that popped up on screen, oh my god, dude, I thought I was going to pass out. What is these days? We really got to. I was going to say, we got to watch this together. I'm never watching this movie again. Come on. Oh, buddy. You'll lose a bet sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, so, we, I, I told you some of the characters. We got Girl. Uh, she's got a name, I'm sure. Parzival, aka Wade. I'm going to say Wade instead. It's easier. And the orc from Bright. But there's another character. He's the little helper for, or big helper for uh, Bob Evil. And he's played by T.J. Miller. Boy. <clears throat> how do how, how do we uh, talk about this on the podcast here? Noted regular cool guy, T.J. Miller. Yeah, who's really good. Here's where things actually do get awkward. Is uh, He was the only person who made me laugh during this movie. <laughs> like as soon as he comes on screen he's like hey uh i don't know x death or what i don't know his name it's probably like doomsman or whatever and he's like how are you doing and he says well my neck kind of hurts and, you know i think i've been sleeping on it kind of funny i have to admit that that got a little bit of a chuckle out of me just because he says it just so straight with a big fucking skull in his chest with the eyes going through it man we had we had completely opposite takes in this character yeah yeah and then he kept on talking and yeah, he sure did. oh my god he was really 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 bad look i know we skipped the trailer talk but it's pretty weird for the deadpool 2 trailer to end and give the final zinger to tj miller yeah <laughs> good looking out choice. everyone you know, the worst part about him for me was when he was talking. And it, it, like, again, he keeps on talking. Agreed. And that joke actually did get me. But everything else he talked about, <laughs> then it, at one point he said, and you're just like the, what I like about you is you bite right way to the chocolate, the center of a Tootsie Pop. And then he turned and stopped and oh, looked at the camera and said, Chris Field, out in the audience, do you remember <laughs> that old commercial? That was really no, weird. No, because it's me. 2045, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Like, he actually said those words. Uh, I, I can't oh, believe it. It hurt my soul. <laughs> it, it really bothered me. There were still, like, two hours left. Oh, I, anyway, I, I so... deliberately didn't look at the time at any point during this movie. I didn't know. Me neither. I, but I, I thought I might be caught in, like, purgatory. Like, yeah. It's, 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 it's like fucking, fucking uh, Groundhog's Day. It starts over from the beginning every single time you look at your phone. <laughs> you were in a car crash on the way to the movie, and you didn't realize it until afterwards. Is that more like You're Prometheus? still in that moment. Never mind, I don't care. Uh, so, Wade is now a celebrity in the game world. Ugh, Jesus. I feel bad saying that. And he's confronted Again, by... why are so many people playing this game? Also, thing that they probably should have mentioned, like... Well, there's probably a bunch of kids running around this game where you can be anything... <laughs> I feel like you should, like, go over the rules. Yeah, well, 
They did really quickly. <laughs> did, what, you want this movie to be longer? You want, like, a 15-minute explainer of how this... No, Look, Parker, no. If I'm enjoying the movie, I'm not asking these questions. I'm not fantasizing. <laughs> like, wait, are these mushroom things trying to... So, <laughs> Parker, you saw... <laughs> Parker, you saw this in 3D. So, when God, Wade... did I Yes, ever. so we have to ask you. So, when Wade gets confronted by Goro, and then the alien chestburster shoots out at the scene, did that look cool? Was that worth the 1895? First of all, that's an incredibly low blow, and you will pay for it later. <laughs> Second of all, sure. I mean, visually, that's the only thing the movie has going for it. The 3D? It you nice. like the 3D? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, no. we have an official recommendation for the 3D. Oh, man. Get the goggles. I was going to recommend something nice for you to watch, but I'm just going to screw this <laughs> list here. Yes. Hope you like Leprechaun in Space, Captain Digging Balls. <laughs> Fucking hate idiot. when mom and dad uh, fight. <laughs> This movie hurt me so much. Anyway, so he goes to, uh, I guess, the the Museum of Natural History. Do you guys remember that reference? We're back. A dinosaur story. Everyone's favorite movie. Yeah, anyway. So uh, they go there and they look at the life of Wade... No, not Wade Wilkers, Wally, whatever the fucking guy's name was. Mark Rylance. Garth. 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 He is Garth. He is Garth. I don't understand. So Garth was too scared to talk to a girl. Parker, (laughs) why couldn't I have watched this movie with you? First of all, I didn't appreciate my culture with fucking that Simon Pegg doing an American accent. (laughs) First of all, I wasn't sure if that was really Simon Pegg or not. I did not know it was Simon Pegg. I, I was like, that's either Simon Pegg or Dime Store Simon Pegg, and I can't tell. Well, it is Steven I mean, Spielberg. He probably had the money for Simon Pegg. <laughs> Can you imagine Simon Pegg being like, wow, I just made like these really good British movies. I, and Steven Spielberg just called me up. I wonder what project he wants me to work on. And then he checks his calendar and sees it's 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, so what do I get to do? Do I get to be on the Enterprise? You're going to talk to this incel. <laughs> Who's <laughs> too scared to hold hands? The hardest thing in life is talking to girls, <laughs> or no, kissing girls. Sorry. Get, well, I mean, let's let's not. Let's when the that. fucking thing was like, eh, he had one date in his life. What do you do? He made her watch a horror movie. He's like, all right, movie. I guess I'm leaving. I bid you adieu, sir. Oh, oh that which reminds me, everyone at the theater was laughing way too hard at the jokes, and some of them I was like, I wasn't even able to tell that they were jokes. I was like looking around, I was like, am I autistic? Do I just not understand like social cues and everything like that? Oh man, because like yes, there were there were a whole bunch of ones. <laughs> I understand that they were trying to make a joke where they said, oh, she wanted to go dancing, so we watched a movie. The fucking like, she wanted to do something, you said no. What's with you? Watching Yeah, that got a light <laughs> out of me. Watching both of the fucking cuck dudes in front of me slink down in their seats during that scene. Like was worth the price of vision by itself. It was incredible. Now, I have to admit, I did not like the part where they said that uh Garth cataloged every single movie he's ever seen. Yeah, it didn't that, care for that really bothered me cuz there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually really cool. And in fact, girls love it. They they think girls that love when he can rules. correct them at a moment's notice. Yeah, that that's like a cool thing that like girls enjoy. So girls, because like, I've talked to them and they said that. I okay? mean, I love explaining movies to women. I mean, they find it really alpha. Yeah. Had I ever talked to a girl and showed her my letterbox <laughs> with my five star rating of Ghost of Mars, I'm sure those panties would come <laughs> off immediately. Yeah, I mean, like this is all theoretical, like the Oasis. Because all right, so my pen had to move really fast here because he gets asked out on a date by girl, and uh, 
she asked him out to a club scene, which I already, already know I'm going to regret. And he starts oh he starts playing dress up. Oh my god! You know, so he's oh like, my god. what if I dress up like Michael Jackson? What if I do the Thriller dance? You know oh, the Thriller dance. This. You love the Thriller dance. Pay money for more Thriller dance. Um, I was really uh, hopeful when the scene started because he's in the fucking purple rain costume and they didn't make any reference to it. I'm like, maybe they're not going to beat us over the head with this. And then, oh, well, no. Nope. Well, there you go. Uh, they got the Duran Duran reference. Right. They got the Buckaroo Bonsai reference. Does anyone has anyone ever actually seen Buckaroo Bonsai? Never People talk about it, but it. they've never seen it. I've never. Heard I've I've heard of it way. way too much. It's actually really. You, you guys know how hyper autistic I am about movies. So when they got to this scene, that's when I went like, "No, nah, I'm gonna go take a piss." <laughs> I just got up, took my time, and casually walked to the bathroom. And like, when he came back, they were still who in the know club Buck scene. Rug Bonsai in 2045. <laughs> Isn't that the year he traveled to? Isn't he a time traveler? I don't I, fucking know. Like the thing I know about Buckaroo no Bonsai doesn't. is, uh, my sister had a friend growing up, and she had a really abusive father, and he really liked Buckaroo Bonsai. So yeah, pl plenty of great memories here. The other thing is, there's a quote from that movie that says, "Wherever I go, there I am." Yeah, real fucking deep, idiot. <laughs> that doesn't even mean anything. What's this guy? I think he's marked? Yeah, fuck you. Anyway, so they go to a club scene, and there's a lot of techno music. Alex, I don't know if I've made this clear to you, but I really fucking hate club scenes in movies. It is the worst thing in the world for me. Okay. I yeah, I, just, I get where you're coming from because it's always, like, obnoxiously loud and, like, they're showing off the fact that they can crank the speakers just a little bit further and everyone's yeah, shouting I, I and there's know. no, like, actual emotion possible in the scenes. Kind of like a real club. <laughs> it, well, that's a, that's another good one. But, like, it, it always just seems out of place. Like, there was a moment in... Um, in Blair Witch 3, where they go to a club scene. And it's like, really? In Blair Witch 3 you're doing this? Come on. So they had to do one here. And you know what I was reminded of? You know what club scene I was reminded of? The club scene in the Emoji movie. Because she says, let's have a dance-off. Maybe that'll get us the key. Fucking really? And then he's like, oh, let me scroll through my head, VOD, whatever thing. And I'm just like, wait. Face up, VO. Whatever. And he just like, he's looking for like a song to play. What should I choose? What should I choose? What song would you guys play if you want to dance with? I'm wrestling. That's wrong, guys. If you want to dance with a girl, don't put on the fucking BGS. Like that's and then she she responds to it. She's really receptive. She says, "Ooh, old school. Literally every single thing that you people like in this movie is old school." By the way, I tried to go into this movie with an open mind. This scene is where I put that line in the sand. Like, nah, I'm this out. Is, this is I'm done. Rough. I'm done. And that's when I noticed I was 45 minutes into a two-hour and 20-minute movie. This, I think I know why this is the scene that really cut it for you, because this is when the romance kicks in. And yeah. uh, th my next it's two really notes good. are, this is disgusting, and that's immediately followed by, boy, this romance is embarrassing. Uh, I'm not going to put in Lady Gaga's bad romance, but this is one of the worst romances I've ever seen in a movie. And none of you guys have read the book, right? Mercifully, I have not. Uh, good. Uh, I have heard the romance in the book is actually a, like a whole lot worse. Like uh, the main character is actually a stereotypical nice guy uh, who you know who gets ignored for like the Chad Jock, and at the end he's just given the girl a surprise. You know that's like actually disgusting to me. And in the movie it's she really not much better because at the end of the movie it's not terribly different. And in this it's like. He falls in love with her after a day. It's like, did you never watch Frozen? Does that, does that not qualify as a reference for you? It's like, you don't fall in love with someone after one day. 
it's it's astounding to me that they thought that this was going to be all right. I'm actually really impressed with the acting on the chick in this movie because, like, for her to just be so accepting of it, okay, yeah, she was like, oh, you can't just say that. It was like, because you could get caught. It was just like, whoa, not you, creepy weirdo. Man, you, you went with the Frozen reference with not falling in love in a day, and I was really, really hoping in my heart of hearts that I was going to hear the words, <laughs> don't fall in love at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I, I probably I probably could have. My avatar would absolutely be DJ Polly D. That would be my Oasis <laughs> character. <laughs> Every day would be t-shirt time. So uh, spend all your hey, spend Chris. all your meme coins on GTL. <laughs> Chris, which CGI movie that involved the dance club and TJ Miller was your favorite? I, okay, I'll say this is a lot better than the Emoji movie. Let's not damn this with faint praise here, but <laughs> the lowest bar. I know. Uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, so Wade gets captured because he's. He just can't keep his dick in his pants. He's able to be identified, and he's brought before Bob Evil, who tries to woo him by saying, Hey, Millennium Falcon, John Hughes, Breakfast Club, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Animal House. And that almost wins him over. You know, he's almost like, oh, pop culture reference. I love pop culture. And then he has the, Bob Evil has the gall to say, See, I'm just like you. I love pop culture. I love to pop a tab and Gabe with my bros, dude. And it almost works on him. And then fucking Wade looks at the screen and says, Chris Field in the audience. Listen, life is a little bit more than just pop culture references. It's about gaming, all right? I'm one of the true gamers, and true gamers can always see through a hater. I a fa- no wait, his exact words: a fanboy knows a hater. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny because he wrote that line just for me, would right? This, would this movie have been better or worse if he literally just broke the fourth wall the entire time? Because like the fact that I have all you to gamers ask that in the audience stand up and like, clap. The f- stand up and give me <laughs> the fact that it's not abundantly clear whether this movie is better or worse with fourth wall breaking really says everything that needs to be said uh, it it really did like kind of bug me anyway so he gets out of that jam somehow he's like no i'm not gonna sell out anyway the bobby will decides to respond in kind by blowing up his family That's what uh I would this do. is a which is now, never mentioned again this is a sad scene because uh they were uh related to him all of these people fucking die because he picked a fight with a white dude in a suit over a video game and it's never mentioned well at the end they when he comes back to like their little garbage heap uh they're like we know what you did turn around oh you mean when they do the hey man you mess with spider-man you mess with new york (laughs) when they did that fucking scene yeah, okay, they do that. <laughs> they so, threw rocks at the Green Goblin. So I, I think the, 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 the most memorable part of that fucking scene where his house blows up for basically no reason is how hard Steven Spielberg was jerking himself off when he got to recreate the boulder scene from Indiana Jones with a giant fucking tower of mobile homes falling down behind somebody. Like, like how wet was he during that scene? Like, yeah, you I remember mean, this been... movie I made, guys? <laughs> this little movie, Indiana Jones? You like that one? Well, it must have been really, really difficult for Steven Spielberg to hold back from just having the main character in full blackface like he was a Looney Tunes character. <laughs> <laughs> I imagined you was a Looney Tunes character when they're in the fucking Zemeckis cube. <laughs> I was very... coming out of your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that puke-soaked region of the country! <laughs> 
I hate Saturn. It's Clyde. So uh, he meets up with his video game friends, and uh, <laughs> and he just hold out Wesker. We wait. He outsmarted me again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so he's doing the he, he'd be doing the uh up up down down left right ba start uh code for contra except it's like the piano when bugs when he plays it. <laughs> up up down down left right left right select start beat start oh my god <laughs> you guys i hate this movie so fucking much <laughs> So, My Oasis avatar is Bugs Bunny dressed like a girl bunny <laughs> making out with other boys. Is that? I love catfishing people with my girl bunny. <laughs> Why wasn't she one of the avatars in the movie? Fucking using Lola Bunny to catfish a bunch of people for their gold. Which reminds me, one of the pre-show things was actually uh, Roger Rabbit. Could you imagine if like they had fucking Jessica Rabbit in this? It'd be like that Always Sunny episode where they all play the phone game and Frank just makes himself a whore to get gold from everyone. <laughs> Someone would be doing that. It would just be fucking everyone in sight. Okay, speaking of whores, so they decide... <laughs> I'm a giant ape titty woman and also I love feet. Me and me. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about this. So they, they're like, oh, what movie did he watch with a girl? Uh, I don't know. The Fly remake with Jeff Goldblum? Pretty awesome movie that all my fans and the audience would like, but not good for a date movie. And all the guys immediately take notes, do not take girls to a date on the fly. And uh, I like how they said remake. They couldn't possibly say the original, which I like. Because it was not in the 80s. Yeah, okay, uh, I mean... Fine. Uh, I love that at no point in this movie is anyone, like, watching something from the 80s or playing something from the 80s. They just study it because autistic Jesus grew up in the 80s. They actually also made a Say Anything reference, like, once. They said, say anything. And, you know, that's actually Ernest Clyde's, that's one of his favorite movies, and they just relegated it to one line. So even they're taking a stab at, uh, at Ernest Clyde. So shout out to them for it. But then they made a Shining reference. Parker... I'm glad you spoiled this, because if you hadn't spoiled this, I would have been really mad. Uh, the Shining's one of my favorite Kubrick movies, if not my all-time favorite Kubrick. And as far as, like, Stephen King movies, we've all come to the same conclusion that it's a top five Stephen King movie, unless you're Josh Brody, in which case, hey, I'm going to punch you in the balls, dude. Uh, <laughs> they go actually into the movie. They go into the Overlook Hotel. Fucking embarrassing, man. I love that movie so much. You're going to do this to me? Uh, really? I'm, Fuck you. Did you enjoy the string of texts you got? <laughs> you just see a new message. Just use the music, I guess. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, for the first, like, 30 seconds when you're in the hotel, I'm like, oh, maybe this won't be terrible. And then I remember what movie I was watching. Oh, like, oh, yep. Oh, 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 oh there's zombies bad? here. And they have axes. It just keeps on Everybody going. has yeah. an axe. You get an axe. Yeah. And you oh, get an axe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not just have all of them? Why? Oh, we could put like Jack Nicholson's face coat through. Oh, no, wait. We can't afford it. Yeah. Spend our money on all these other special effects. Fucking movie. Anyway. And yet, by process of elimination, this is probably my favorite scene because there was not much to choose from. Yeah, you like it because it was a Stephen King reference. Anyway, it's so something. I, actually, I know the real reason happened you like that was this. visually interesting. Because if you look at just the entire half of my order card here, I just wrote in really big letters 3D because there was so much 3D forced into the scene. All the axes and stuff, yeah, the zombie lady good. jumping at the screen. You must have been on a roller coaster ride. I was watching yeah, Ready Player One. it was actually one. enjoyable. <laughs> My favorite. I also wrote... It's like, oh, things are happening. There's, like, things jumping out at me. They're saying... I know what that is. The, the movie's just jingling its keys right in front of your face, and you are gurgling. 
It gave me something. My favorite part of that scene is when he's in the maze running away from, like, the 17 axe ladies. And then they just open a freezer door and pull him through. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, that was convenient. Glad we checked no, this freezer the... to see if our friend was out there getting chased by zombies. It's like fucking Muppet babies. <laughs> we just open a door. Goes, oh, shit, I'm in the shining <laughs> Parker, Alex, you don't understand. In games, anything can happen. Oh, my God. Because we believe in our friends. Anyway, so I haven't learned anything from this, but they realized that they, like, the reason that uh, the key is hitting here is because he missed his chance with a girl because he was afraid to kiss her. So instead, girl shoves him out and uh, she decides, oh, I'll jump across this chasm that wasn't in the movie and uh, I will see this girl. I legit thought that they had to lock lips in order to get the key. I was so ready for that. And instead, it's just like, uh, no, I'll just say, would you like to dance? We couldn't possibly show them dancing together. Oh, no. And he's just like, uh, here's the key. Just go ahead and take well, it. Well, you see, they had somewhere. already borrowed liberally, liberally from this horror movie, and it would have just been too scary to have people kiss a girl on scene. Liberally? Like, like, I, I, you just... What? You know what my favorite part of The Shining is? Is all of the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> what if that dumb fucking orc was walking through and then just saw the dude in the dog suit blowing the Oh shit, there's the key. You have to help that guy finish. <laughs> okay, that would have been a lot better. All right, you got me there. Uh, it was funny, though, because, like, I think secretly I enjoyed it. Because they go into the room and they show the bathtub, and I'm like, wait. Oh, because you saw a naked are, lady. They, no, like, no, these kids around me are in for a very rude awakening when she stands up. Because <laughs> they don't know. They don't know she's about to turn into a zombie monster and start freaking out. So I remember seeing that You were just kid. like, this is like that 80s movies I saw. Watch out. That's fine. I'm sorry. Laugh now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, so the movie keeps on going despite my, you know, all, all my uh, assurances that it could eventually end. And uh, they're outside and something happens where they all decide to meet up IRL. And, hold on. Uh, hold on one oh, second. Oh, wait. Yeah, he gets... Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I forgot the most important part of that shining scene in my theater was as I'm yes. watching this, semi-intently, a little vape cloud blows up in front of my face. <laughs> and I was like, I chose the best seats in the house. It was incredible. Okay. Like, I just like couldn't believe it was actually happening. I fucking died. Well, anyway, so... vaping in the middle of Ready Player One. I, I also, I, I forgot to mention that uh, after his uh, parents get axed, uh, he's like, or set parents, fine, I guess. Uh, I guess that's when he meets the girl in real life, and she says, Welcome to the Rebellion. And I was just waiting for a picture of Hillary Clinton in the background. <laughs> Wade, thank you. <laughs> then he t- Hi, in the game I'm Artemis, but here I'm Kurt Eichenwald. <laughs> my avatar is a technical monster. I only made it to show my sons that, yes, my adult karate sons, this is real. <laughs> is it Kurt Eichenwald, like, the persona for Jason Schreier? But uh, either, either way, I was like, oh you know, I was just waiting for him to tip his VR cap respectively. <laughs> or respectfully, whatever. Anyway, so this is where you meet, like, the real-life uh, Samantha. She has a birthmark on her face. She's still really pretty. That and fucking disgusting, see- hideously <laughs> scarred woman. Yeah. Then you see Wade, who looks fairly normal, looks like a geek, but who doesn't? Uh, he has the biggest see- lips I've oh, ever seen on a human the being. The person playing the orc from Bright is actually a girl. Who cares? Uh, well, and then you got uh, an 11-year-old uh, playing 
Cho and uh, some other Asian guy playing Tell. whoever his character was. <laughs> Thank you. This is when I realized <laughs> the acting in this movie sucks. It's so bad. Well, Chris, but did you, you have, have to realize that the, all these people were in character because none of them have social skills. They spend all day playing video games. Oh, that's, so if that you think about impact. it, it actually makes perfect I, sense. <laughs> I've been method acting for 27 years, <laughs> waiting for my role. Seriously, I, I can't Now, in this scene, it got it. Mumble and look at the floor. <laughs> Sir, I, I have played this role my life. I am Klaus Kinski. Uh, yeah, the 11-year-old, he was probably the worst part of the entire movie. Like, everyone was, was awing over him. It was like, oh, he's so funny. He's so cool. It's like, no, that is the lamest 11-year-old on the planet. I hope he gets beat up at school for this movie. I, I think the lamest 11-year-old on the planet is a tie between every single 11-year-old on the planet. But, like, it's still <laughs> technically no, a correct statement. this kid. <laughs> anyway, then they see, oh, where's the final level of the game? And we all know, like, final levels. Like, like the final level for Super Mario Bros. 3. It's basically hell. Think of... Well, the entirety of Doom, it's basically hell. And they show this stupid, grimdark, fucking Battle of Mordor-looking, like, hell world. And it was just like, really? You're gonna just full-on do this and put the last key there? Wouldn't it make a whole lot more sense to think about a place where no one would look? How about the first level of the game? Doesn't that make, like, even more sense? It's like, yeah, the place no one thought to look. The very start of the game. But no, no one listens to my ideas. No, they just have to go with fucking Ernest Klein over here. And then at one point they make a Nancy Drew reference. Fucking really? <laughs> Nancy Drew? That's not an 80s thing. It's Nancy Drew. I am proud to say I didn't catch that one. I, I yeah, heard that same. one, but fucking... I don't like Steven Spielberg anymore. I, I just don't. Same. That was one of my notes. Just, you know what? Fuck Steven Spielberg. I'm done with this. You can keep Indiana Jones 5 that you keep threatening me with. Uh, so does anyone know what happens next? Because my next notes are all from the final battle scene. Uh, There's a see. lot going on. It's like kind of difficult for me to like remember all of it and make it sound interesting. There's some stuff that happens. They, <laughs> they drive around in the unfindable van with all the distinct graffiti on the side. Uh, oh my god, when they drive past one van and just pan over, it's like, we're actually parked in an alley. <laughs> Beat you, government. <laughs> <laughs> At what point the woman gets kidnapped, because that's what you do in movies, you just kidnap the woman. Yeah, it's easy. And then they break her out, but then she gets in the game, because she loves gaming. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, they act like it's such a big deal when he kills her in the game, but it's not like she dies in real life. That, that, this would, no, you just lose your This coins. would be a much better movie no if they died in real life. <laughs> Everyone in this movie should die violently. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh no, I lost my coin. Can you imagine? Better play something else. Could you else? imagine if Space Mystic Man blew up that guy's stepdad in the game instead of for real, <laughs> and the building just fell over? So, right about the time, here lies our beautiful adult son. He was murdered by a giant sentient mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> God, but not forgotten. <laughs> so they go to the North Pole, which is very near to the Hell World. I think all that heat would melt the snow, but fuck, what do I know? Maybe it's like that. It's like Hoth 2 from The Last Jedi, where it's not actually I know snow, what that is. salt. Uh, I know what that so, is, too. <laughs> so it's the final battle sequence, and they have all these characters <laughs> that you love and reference. They have Chun Li and Seven the Master fucking- Chiefs. And all those Master Chiefs, and, which immediately all I, oh, I can think I about. I actually laughed at the seven Master Chiefs, I'm not going to lie. Same. Just a bunch of dudes who were like, yo, my guy's Master Chief too. Let's hang out. 
I think my the favorite literally <laughs> the fucking Harold and Kumar extreme <laughs> extreme oh. cheddar. Oh, all I can think about when I saw the Master Chiefs is fucking they all get into the warthog, and I can just hear Parker in the back of my head just saying, "Uh oh, Paco's driving." <laughs> oh, congratulations to MV Neil. <laughs> So he's the one who breaks down the door to the bad guy's lair. So <laughs> I was going for the so, same joke. He was on a date with So so do you know who was leading this army at the very very front of the army? You catch him for only clips. It's the fucking battle toads. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, immediately I saw it. Like, All right, I'm writing that one down. I'm gonna tell you right there. By the way, I enjoyed that the Ninja Turtles were the shitty Michael Bay yeah. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That owned. Uh, well, they also have another character in it, and it's so funny because they got the Iron Giant. Remember that <laughs> yeah. movie? Did you like the picture of the poster I sent No. <laughs> they gave me a poster that's literally just the Iron Giant with Wade standing on his shoulder. I love that movie. I really love that. It's such a good that, movie. That sounded no. kind of past tense, buddy. You loved that movie, huh? <laughs> I can't watch it anymore because I'm going to see like the new special edition. They're going to Photoshop in fucking Wayne like it's like it's Job of the Hut in The New Hope. Oh my I god! Mean, when this comes out on Blu-ray, they're going to re-release like 40 80s movies with like custom slip covers, and you're going to see them every day of your life. I'm going to send them. I to mean, you. look on the bright side. Instead of listening to Vin Diesel, you can listen to fucking Shannon Sharp your favorite <laughs> animated movie character. So the only other thing that could make this worse is to oh, reference oh, oh, oh. another movie that I love that came out in 1946. Why on earth would you reference It's a Wonderful Life in this movie? Oh, you don't... I guess you guys don't remember. Okay, so he says, No man is a failure who has friends. It's from It's a Wonderful Life. And just well, came back to life because he... Well, you see, there were probably a lot of people that were, you know, born in the 80s that had to have their parents yeah, take uh, them to see this if movie. If I was going to jump so off a yeah, bridge yeah, and a fucking them, right? ghost showed me this movie, I would kill myself <laughs> so much quicker. <laughs> this is a life for be like without you. All right, bye. We see, Parker, you've really lived a wonderful life. In here, they don't even have Ready Player One. It's like, you know what? I will sacrifice myself. All these references. I love games. So, you I know, love they gaming. totally passed over an opportunity. It's like, yeah, in order to win the final key, you have to play Atari 2600. At that point, I don't even care anymore. I can't even get mad anymore. I'm already too mad from the Zemeckis cube. So they pass up a perfect Sword Quest reference, which is a great idea. I don't know if you guys ever played Sword Quest, but it's like an actual secret in the game. It was it was the Ready Player One of its day, so to speak. Anyway, uh, yeah, instead they the decided to play... the first game ever with an Easter egg? Oh, no, God. that was Adventure. Do you guys know what that the is? The climax of this movie is a bunch of people standing around a table yelling, well, try this video game! And then a guy standing there holding an Atari joystick playing no, a video the climax game. No, he wasn't holding an Atari joystick. He wasn't holding the joystick. He was using his thumb to represent the joystick because he wasn't actually holding it. Did no one else see that? It was his thumb the entire time. The fact that there was this huge scene of anticipation as he plays a fucking 8-bit game where you're a cube and you're carrying around a slightly smaller cube and the entire world is watching to see if he can succeed in his goal. It's just... As he's giving a fucking hero's monologue like, guys, gaming is about and there's Easter eggs and friendship is important and the entire goddamn 
fucking world is just standing on the sidewalk wearing these VR helmets like, oh my god, he's gonna do it. He's gonna find the Easter egg. This is the part of the Who movie where I threw my pen like halfway down the movie theater because I was like, there's no way I'm gonna catch all these references. But it just felt... I think this is part where I actually realized one of the ways that I feel about this movie is that it's so reductive. I mean, like, think about this for goodness sake. These movies that they're referencing and these characters that they're referencing, they're art. They mean something. They matter. They represent something. They represent someone's creative vision. Maybe they suck, alright? Maybe some of these characters suck. I don't like Battletoads. That game's fucking hard. But, like, there's so much good stuff in here they have to The Shining. Come on. It's the fucking Shining. This means something. They're more than you know you're just your virtual militia, okay? You can't just do this with other people's art. This isn't fucking Smash Brothers, Josh. <laughs> uh, also, more you know importantly, what to you your have... point, how is there not a single Goku in that fight scene? You're telling me there's this virtual world and nobody's fucking person is Goku? Like, f- fuck Every off. Every single you get, like, character one that scene should be a Super Saiyan. Well, there's that, too, obviously. But at one point, he does a Kamehameha. And again, I looked over at the blank seat next to me, and I felt Parker's ghost there. And I was just like, oh, if you were here, this is the part I'd be squeezing your leg a little too hard. Every single avatar should have yellow hair and be smoking a huge blunt if that game was real. But... You have to understand something else. I don't give a hot gay fuck what Congress says. <laughs> Legalize weed, dude. <laughs> Legalize free gaming. Oh my god, can you imagine if they suddenly went to, like, a 3D rendered Barack Obama who chuckles and says the Easter egg in the Oasis? Oh. <laughs> that would be my character in the game, just, just so it's clear <laughs> to everybody. It should literally be 40 Gokus. 30 Shadow the Hedgehog is, and then like a Kirby with giant feet. And this should be your army going to battle. <laughs> okay, so, you know, here's a reason. This is my Werehog. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry, I just remember the Werehog and wish that made it into the movie. <laughs> Okay, so here's the reason that you don't get these things, is that Ernest Klein doesn't know all these references. Even the ones that are in the movie and probably the ones in the book, Ernest Klein doesn't know these. But he knows that you know them. He knows that the general public knows, knows at least, like, 70% of these references. That means he can sell this book to you, okay? So th- th- that's all this is. It's just selling the culture back to you. This is what they talked about in Fight Club. You know, that's like that's what happens when you see a shitty VW Beetle. So Chucky's in the movie. <laughs> Fucking Chucky. God, I movie. already forgot Fuck. Chucky was in this movie. God damn it. As soon as Chucky came in, I was... Ugh, I, I, I don't know. I, I got really fucking mad. Like, I mean, just this stupid If you listen carefully, you could hear me screaming from across. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that because I was too busy hearing the guy go, Oh shit, it's Chucky. <laughs> God almighty. So, uh, yeah, anyway, there's Mechagodzilla. One of the guys is wearing a Mortal Kombat pin. And for some reason, he's biding his time. And he decides to enter in. And yes, the Asian guy has a Gundam. Thanks. Imagine how bad a movie has to be to have an ending scene with a Gundam fighting Mechagodzilla and me just looking at my watch like, come on, <laughs> I want to go home so bad. It does make you think, though. Isn't this entire movie basically a Final Fantasy reference? Think about it. It's, it's, it's basically all of them, or maybe every single JRPG. They're all the same anyway, except for Undertale. Whatever good. you do, don't imagine all of T.J. Miller's jokes with the Titus laugh after it from the <laughs> <Steve> <laughs> That would have made. That would have also made this a better movie. Just, I'm just putting yes, it, it would have. Can you imagine just some guy fan like a little like hand radio just like click the button every single time T.J. Miller complains about a neck pain here? <laughs> no, no, Chris. This is a movie about the '80s. It would be a yak back. 
my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you were ready for that. Jesus. I, that, I mean, that's I like even... off the cuff, my dude. I have not thought about the yak back in at least 10 years, but there it was when I'm I I'm really mad. It. You guys have come up with better ideas for like references for the final battle. I just kept picturing Barney the dinosaur in there. <laughs> you know what the weird thing is? Like, as much as I hated this, by, by the time I'm an hour into solo, I'm going to be begging for CGI TJ Miller to come back. <laughs> You're going to be like, why can't Joe the Camel be in the battle scene Please. on Endor? <laughs> <laughs> And then they made this is the one that really bugs me. So the Iron Giant dies. He falls into like some lava or something. Oh, full. Here's your Terminator oh. 2 reference. Now let's let's take a minute Fuck. here cuz of course yeah, he does like a thumbs up when he sinks Terminator 2. I know what that is. Wayne's World has the single best Terminator 2 reference of all time. It's so good. And oh, that like, movie you saw here's today. The thing. <clears throat> Wait, what? I know what that is. Yeah, okay, fine. But it's here's <laughs> the thing. It's like when Terminator 2 came out, it was so big that reference to it were, were like everywhere. It's not just like, oh, Arnold. It was it was also like everyone would say Hasta la Vista, baby, or I'll be back, or whatever. They would, they would all make those references. But the fucking reference in Wade's world, that was hysterical. Robert Patrick coming in, I was dying when that happened. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Oh, do you mean because it's like clever and unexpected? Exactly. It, and not it, just, like, hey, totally changes the tone of the movie. And in this, it's just like thumbs up. It's just, God, I, I'm really... <sighs> this movie is aimed at, like, the smallest demographic I've ever seen. Because <laughs> it's basically a kid's movie, but any kid would just be staring blankly like, why do you give a thumbs up? See, I have to admit, it's a good robot. thing I didn't see this with my sister, because she called the Iron Giant an old movie. <laughs> nice. Can you imagine her being in the theater who stands up and says, I don't know what that is, and everyone just looks at her <laughs> in horror? <laughs> no, because I can't imagine those people having the social wherewithal to turn around and face a girl. Yeah, that's a good point. So, uh, speaking of girls, uh, girl escapes from the prison where she's being held, and this is a scene that, I don't know, for some reason just really bugged me, and it bugged me in a way that made me laugh, because I was just laughing at the movie, not with it. So she escapes, and she's what, like wearing one of those zip-up jumpsuits. As she leaves the facility, she unzips just <laughs> the top part of it, just so she can get a little extra jiggle in for the camera. What are you doing? Like, you know what this made me think of? It made me think of the beginning of Transformers 5. It's like, are you really trying to sexualize her? Are you really doing this on purpose? I mean, whose direction was it that says, no, unzip it. We need to see him bounce. I just, I couldn't get past the fact that, like, you know, the the Bob Evil knows that, like, she's in here. And she's, like, fucking shit up. And there's just, like, not a single armed guard trying to stop her from leaving this giant building. Like he's just, just walking around lifting visors yeah, up like no, nope, not, not you, you. Oh. not you, Mister Puerto Rican like, guy. At any point, did it occur to him just like get on the loudspeaker and be like, "Yo, we're looking for the person with this number. If it's on the back of anyone's jumpsuit nearby, this is the person we're looking for." Like, no, no, I'm gonna go by myself and just rip people's masks off and hope we get lucky. Isn't it like an internment camp? Hey, whoever finds this person is free. Done. Movie's yeah, over. Exactly. Good guys loose. So, at one point, Wade Video says games. to the bad guy, it's not about winning, it's about gaming. And I almost shrieked. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, gamers, because these words may change your life. <laughs> Ban all girls from land parties. <laughs> what if he read the game? First we take back gaming, adventure? then we take back the world. <laughs> 
The <laughs> four by four workout plan to build up my quads. <laughs> no, no fab. In I've the been trying for five years diet. to beat this race, but these goddamn milk squats from Mark Rippleton made my ass too fat. I can't fit in the car. I can't drive my forwards fat or backwards. Gay ass. <laughs> he can't fit on the Acura bike because his ass is too fat. <laughs> uh, anyway, then he dies. <laughs> And he gets an extra life from a fucking quarter. A Deus Ex Machina oh my God, that just slaps me in the face. Oh my god, I forgot about the extra yep. life. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then anyway, anyway uh, he, so he's in this van and everyone else is dead except for him. They're trying to drive him away, keep him safe while he's suspended in the game. Or what? I don't fucking know. And anyway, Bobby will has a real life henchman. She doesn't play the game, but she does stuff in real life. What was know? her name, it's, Chris? Uh... That's actually my exact note. I, I wrote down in exact words, dot, dot, dot. Is his henchwoman named Finale? It most certainly <laughs> yes. is. Now, oh my God, just yeah. a little reference here. Another reference. Do you guys know this? To Mother. Do you get it? Because you know her name at the Finale? Oh, my God, dude. So they make this more references. So worse Mario Kart. Joust. Rush. And look. Power? At, at the end, he meets... Garth in his little house, which by the way might actually be the exact room that they used to Wayne's World. <laughs> I was just <laughs> waiting for the dog with the hair to come in. <laughs> and uh, so that never happens. That would have been cool. Or at least a little bit funny. Uh, um, you found my Sports Illustrated football phone. Anyway, so he doesn't <laughs> sign the contract, but he gets the egg. And they treat the egg like it's the briefcase of Pulp Fiction. And I and he like cries it. I don't even get what they're trying to do here. I, and he kisses the girl and he signs I fat like, Simon Pegg. <laughs> he's to holding some the sort egg of in thing. the game and it's glowing <laughs> in the real world despite being invisible. Some things sometimes tra uh, gaming transcends real life, Alex. You'd understand that if you were a true gamer. Anyway, uh, so they sign fat Simon Pegg to twenty five cents. Dot 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 one quarter. I, Thank that you was for my telling me. I get so it. <laughs> <laughs> like, my favorite part is that like he hasn't signed it over yet, and then Bobby will finds him in the truck, <laughs> opens the door, points a gun at him, and then I guess his fucking heart grew three sizes that day because he just stands there and then gets arrested. <laughs> he's exactly like he's exactly like that guy in Pulp Fiction who opens his up and he's just staring and says, "It's too beautiful." No, it's it's, it's fun. got Bruce Willis's soul. No, no, it's got uh, it's got Marcellus Wallace's soul in that egg. Like every single scene with with Bob Evil and Finale, they're clearly trying to allude to the fact that he has a conscience, despite the fact that he shows it at literally no other point in the movie. When she's just like, "Are you sure you can handle this? Are you sure you can handle this?" It's like, "Why is she doing this?" It's like, "Oh, it's just to make it only mostly out of character when he gets arrested for basically no reason at the end." His big moment at the end is him grabbing his guard's gun and going, yeah, I'm going to shoot that kid right between the fucking <laughs> eyes for gaming too hard. Uh, I, I, have a, I have a question about Bob Evil. Yeah. What law did he break? Like, why did he get arrested? Oh, he killed people. That's murder. When? <laughs> with the uh, with the drones. They, did, they didn't know that. They oh, didn't yeah. know that. Like, nobody knew that. Like, why are the cops oh, there? Oh, no, you... Oh, oh, because you missed it. Uh, H, uh, the girl who played the orc from Bright, said uh, she got his taped confession. I, I, I think at some <laughs> point he confessed fuck? to this, and we missed this. They, I think they might have cut he that out. Of there they he confessed off screen. Was this when they were interrogating him? In, in it the must fake have been. World? Yeah. So he's like, so like he's kissing a uh, girl, and uh, 
they open it up and they're like, we need your uh, signed like witness to like his taped confession. And that's when uh, I guess H leaves the uh, van. No, I knew that happened. Like I knew yeah. that there was yeah. a taped confession that existed. Yeah. But like the connection between the cops showing up to arrest him in the first place. And then, oh, by the way, yeah, we have this thing. Like I know it's a specious connection. I think they just really wanted to make the joke. It was like, hey, let's give him like 25 more seconds with this girl, which reminds me of Starship Troopers giving him like 25 more minutes with that girl before that she movie. dies. Yeah. That's from the 80s. Yeah. No, it's not. It's from 1997. That's basically the same. I know what that is. Uh, yeah, I mean, Paul Verhoeven exists solely in these Hey, 90s. Parker, remember when Spawn was in the final battle? <laughs> Yeah, I sure do. Can you remember? You better fucking believe I noticed. What if the Violator was with them? Can you imagine if they threw the Violator instead of Chucky? I think he would have just evaporated into pure joy. He would have fucking disappeared into your robes like a Jedi. Just your clothes sitting on oh, the Oh, a Jedi, like forever. from Star Wars. Dude, do you know that? Because they called him a Padawan. That's from yeah, Star Wars. It's yeah. this cool movie. Have you seen that? Well, I've I've seen Speed Racer. Do you know what that is? Oh, buddy. Have you seen 60s Batman? Oh, you know what? Why would that okay, be in this here's game? Here's all that I can... Oh, don't remember me about Batman. Yeah, they made a couple Batman references. Yeah, you can be anything. Sure did. You can even go, like... You can climb, climb Mount Everest with Batman. With Batman. Yeah, you can climb Mount... Yeah, this is the dumbest, like... Yeah, wouldn't that be epic or, or something? Now, all I can think about, again, it's a final battle. And you got all these, like, video game characters in there. And I'm just imagining, like, bark wave dashing and, like, L canceling during this battle <laughs> and murking people with Pikachu. Yeah, just, like, somebody throws a Pokeball at him. He's like, no, no, those are supposed to be off. <laughs> I think I've realized this movie is literally for people who post Facebook memes like and she was his queen and God help anyone who tries to get his queen like I don't understand who the oh I like it's a reference to Suicide Squad I know what the oh I know what that is <laughs> I wish I did I'll never forget it would you rather watch this or Suicide Squad Let that one just ruminate up there for a while. I really don't know the answer to that. I mean, like, Suicide <laughs> Squad is shorter, but it's definitely a worse movie. Yeah, but only one of those movies has an Oscar. <laughs> so far. So far. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to win the best special effects. You know that, right? Oh, my God. And best picture. <laughs> best actor. No one's going to win best, best actor. Best actor. No the one's guy with actor. the biggest lips I've ever seen on a human being. <laughs> Wait, who has the biggest lips in this movie? Dude, that main character with his fucking schnoz. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, yeah. They're incredible. Oh, the, the fucking CGI lips. in this movie was just a little over the... You couldn't just, like, have them, like, wear makeup or something? No practical effects? How much of this movie do you think Spielberg actually directed? How much do you think of this movie actually happened? Most of this was just a bunch Fair of off. computer scientists like, in there saying, okay, we'll program the 3D model to do this. Like, you know what? Can I, I film this thirty minutes in the real world? Good luck, fuckers. Guys, cast your mind back an hour and a half. And remember when I said uh, Fitzcarraldo? You guys uh, heard me say it's about a guy dragging a boat up a hill. Fitzcarraldo in this movie drags a three hundred twenty ton, three story steamship up a giant ass hill that's at a forty degree incline. And they actually did it in the movie. They really did this. Dra no special effects boat, at dude? all. Holy shit, that guy's strong as hell. Why did they just? Well, why didn't they just have the Iron Giant? Pick well, they it up? they use like pulleys and ropes and people <laughs> they, and stuff. Did they get like, one of those guys that used to be on those World Strongest Man competitions on ESPN two in the middle of the it, night? Like, it's like, really just a whole bunch of contestants from Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. 
<laughs> if you get the butt up there, you get to meet Takeshi's castle. Anyway, those guys from that Spike TV show that just ran into things to break them. <laughs> <laughs> show so cool. Like you wouldn't watch it. I've rewatched the entire thing. Guess what? It totally holds up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, they actually did it. You know, in this movie, nothing. I don't believe that anything is there. That anything actually happened. Okay, yeah, maybe one of the car chases where they just two little cars would bump into the side of the van. Really? That's your action scene. That's the best you could do. I mean, it doesn't help that ten minutes into the movie, you know how it's gonna. I mean, end. you're Steven Spielberg. Just try. Yeah, but- I I think he was trying. That's the worst part of this. Like you know, he. I mean, that's the thing is he's lost it because I I can't I, I can't do this. Are anymore. we one hundred percent sure he ever had it? You know, that's the thing that's really uh, starting to hurt me now. Is like we go back and like think about okay, it, it's Steven Spielberg. He's got he has had some good movies. Think about. It. Jaws? I don't like Jaws anymore. Closing Guards of the Third Kind? I don't like that anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, I know what those yeah, are. Yeah, okay, fine. Jurassic Park? I don't like that anymore. Uh, uh, he, he, oh, I, man. That Jurassic World 2 trailer. I, I fucking did God. not realize until I saw the 40th anniversary edition how bad of a movie fucking Close Encounters of the Third Kind is. Yeah, I really don't like it. It's, it's, it's basically a guy playing the piano loudly while people shout, oh my God, at each other for two hours. Like, it's it's not good. Well, they also play Simon in that movie, and I know what that is. So, <laughs> uh, I, okay, fine. We'll give him. What was the Holocaust movie he did? Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Fine. That <laughs> I was, was gonna right. say War Horse. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. But like, look in Discord when he mentioned. <laughs> Ready Schindler's List 1. <laughs> I have not stopped thinking about that for the last three hours. I'm glad they didn't make that reference in the movie. Can you imagine if one of the guys in the final battle scene was Oscar Schindler just mumbling over a list? There's all these, like, laser beams. There's just a girl in a red <laughs> fucking jacket walking across. He's like, I could have saved him. I could have saved Zangief and Ryu. And <laughs> this watch. How many coins can I get for this watch? <laughs> I could have done more. (laughs) (laughs) I was not prepared for this. Fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, well. Sorry in advance, other Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for when you hear all this. I mean, come on. That's... <laughs> Definitely not cutting that part. <laughs> so, any- oh Jesus! I just realized, like, there's another one. It's like, why didn't they have like the animated rabbit from Song of the South in the final battle? <laughs> <laughs> All right, use the crows to distract them. <laughs> Man, there's so much wasted potential in this movie. It makes me. I know. There's a say. I say that's a mighty fine orb you got there. <laughs> He mentions the Harkonnen dropship. Yes, a reference to Dude. I get it. I was imagining if he was is. like driving it, and so all of a sudden, like Peppy the Hare comes up in like one of the windows and says, "Do a barrel roll." I would have thrown my popcorn at the screen. What if Pepe the racist frog showed up to help him? You can't tell me there wasn't a single Pepe running around still in 2045. Like, there's no. Oh my like, god! Like that's all you need. Like, why do you put a Minecraft scene? Why do you have the one scene pandering to 12 year olds and then not just have like Uganda Knuckles like sprinting around in this battle scene? Like, 
Because what they should have done is, okay, so you know, like, the very final scene in the movie is uh, Wade and girl embracing. And I was really hoping that it would do, like, one of those movie effects things where it shimmers. So it shows, like, oh, but in the Oasis there. And it said it shows, like, Peppy the Frog and Feels Guy making out. <laughs> Just the Feels Good Man and then impreg Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes and miracles. Like, like all I, you ready to go for a wild ride, Wayne? All I needed at any point during this movie was just like Yugi's grandpa to show up or something. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine fucking like Dark Yugi's in the final battle, just like challenging Wreck It Ralph to a Yu-Gi-Oh game for his soul? One of these fucking dice. This isn't a real the game. Millennium puzzle. One of those dime store AT-ATs. <laughs> You don't understand. It's Exodia, and Exodia tears Shrek's head off. <laughs> oh my god, Shrek had jumped off the moon and fucking dive bomb that battle wall fucking all-star place. Get into the Pokeball, Shrek. It's the only way. <laughs> Fuck my worthless game. <laughs> Shaggy stopped the steam cycle and <laughs> looked down there, Scoob. <laughs> Pericles, what's that in the castle? Are those 80s references? <laughs> I'm just imagining Shaggy Rojo and Shaggy Verde Ultra Instinct going at it. <laughs> this movie could have been everything to me, and instead it was this. It's a beautiful sight. It's a beautiful sight. A tear came to my eye when both iterations of My Little Pony teamed up to stop Bob Evil. Ready Player One, but with memes, would be the funnest movie ever made. There would be 45 different Small government pecked out Bob Evil's eyes. (laughs) And then SpongeBob clapped and yelled, Boy, and it sent a shockwave. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I fucking <laughs> All I need is to see somebody get sliced in half and the camera just pans to Lucky Luciano. <laughs> you know I had to do it to him. Wait, actually, on a serious note, I Wait, don't have you thought he meant my man's Easter egg? <laughs> oh. <laughs> second wait why didn't they have ash from evil dead in here like you you look at ernest klein and when you know what he looks like you're like ash should have been in this movie like four times that man has 14 necronomicon props exactly i don't care what you tell like me. how is he not in this movie the guy's got a chainsaw for a hand how is he not in- i mean you could be like anyone in this game and you're not gonna be ash <laughs> i'm saying there should be way more impreg sonics <laughs> well here's <laughs> yeah where was cop <laughs> oh my oh, god I can you imagine him around finale <laughs> <laughs> fucking the canker sisters <laughs> oh my god Oh, imagine if IOI had won and put ads on the game and every single ad is, I bet you come in five seconds. <laughs> These hot anime babes want to fuck and basically, you're These fucking stupid. These hot local anime girls. 
I, I was just imagining. It's like, don't you like get like text notifications during when you're playing like the game? Like when he was doing like the intro thing where he calls up his friend H while he's on Planet Doom. Can you imagine if he said that Ray Allen text? Like, think about my tongue switching back and forth. <laughs> Check this out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen A. Smith one Check this out Y'all just types out his location (laughs) (laughs) C colon backslash Rare key dot (laughs) jpeg Then on the leaderboard Parsival number two Think about them beans Alright guys We gotta hurry up I mean, I was getting really mad at the end. Like, they're not even in the game. You think, like, maybe they could relax, like, for just a second with the fucking 80s references. And immediately, uh, the fucking girl who plays uh, uh, the orc from Bright has to make a Mario Kart reference. That's the one that they used in the trailer. That was, oh, just, boy, that fucking bothered me. (laughs) This movie really could have used a blue shell during that car chase. No, they. You know what? They. You know they couldn't even have done that because it was in real life. The fucking part where they got like Bob Evil all like locked up in his office is like, wait, I'm not actually in the game. I'm in, or I'm not in real life. I'm in the game or whatever like that. I was confused at that point. They were like over explaining it. I still didn't get it. Well, you see, there was a mirror on the chair, and he was able to see everything through the mirror because that's how mirrors work. You know, that scene reeks of, they showed it to audiences, they're like, fuck, they still don't get it. Okay, put in more ADR. Try and make this make sense. Well, we can't reshoot So this. thinking of this as like, oh, and all my video game friends came to life and starred in my worldwide best-selling book, Ready Player One. I'm reminded of two other movies here that uh, one did this sort of idea really well, and one did this idea really poorly. The first is Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods kind of, like, killed it. And if the fucking uh, Hellraiser showed up in this movie, it wouldn't have been as cool uh, as what he did in Cabin in the Woods. That, that sort of brought everything together and it's like, oh, there's an idea. There's a reason for them all coming together. It's like, we're trying to have fun with it. We're using it in a certain different way. This movie is much more like the other one that it reminds me of, which is Food Fight. <laughs> have you guys seen Food Fight yet? <laughs> it is the worst no. animated movie of all time, period, end of story. I will not accept debate on this. And... Uh, Actually, this one's getting kind of close because, like, a good eighty percent of this movie is animated. Yeah, I'll count it. Yeah. Oh boy. Now, now I'm. It's not like anything interesting happens in real life. <laughs> one of these days, when I actually lose one of these bets, I'm going to make Parker watch Food Fight, and he won't speak to me for an entire three weeks. Oh, God, please. That's fine. I totally don't have a bunch of things on the back burner, just waiting for you to make that first. Well, one. okay. Speaking of the bet, you know, let's uh, go ahead and check the old Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure a lot has uh, changed since. Uh, you know, we last checked it, and we did have a bet going on that, um, you know, uh, uh, if the uh, score was above 60%, I'd have to watch a movie, and if it's below 60%, you'd have to watch a movie. So, uh, <laughs> that was bet. truly a sucker's bet. So, according to this, uh, ah, it's in my favor, so, uh, uh with a I score of I mean, 15%. I'm looking at it right now, it says 75, oh, but. Oh, I was looking at Sherlock Gnomes. It's worth a never shot. Mind. Funny you uh, mentioned that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> wait, never mind. Never mind. It's actually at seventy-three percent. Oh wait, that was Chappaquiddick. 
Uh, next week episode. <laughs> no. no, it's 75% certified fresh, $41.9 million for the Black Panther yeah. of gaming. I, I, I prefer to call it by Forrest Gump for Gen Xers, but... Oh my god. Oh, that's oh actually no. a good one. Oh my god, now all I can think about is like Goofy being photoshopped into the Bud Dwyer thing. <laughs> oh, that's where your mind went with that, huh? That's the first thing I thought about. If you know, there's no reason for Goofy not to be in this movie besides the fact that he's a Disney product. Hey, Millennium Falcon, that's Disney now. Like, why not put Goofy in there? He was in Kingdom Hearts. Oh he kicked god. ass in that game, I guess. I don't know. I didn't play that. It's a video game. Do you guys think the Twin Towers oh, are still up in the Oasis? God. It depends. Is Kermit the Frog still alive? You think they ever observed the moment of silence on the set of the Master of Disguise? Oh my god. If in the final moment there, Bob Evil is about to blow them up and the turtle data card is turtle enough for the turtle club? He, he hides and he takes the bomb into his shell and just blows them up. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> It might not turtly enough for the oasis. <laughs> like, you guys, I think we just made an infinitely better movie. I think we did. Steven Spielberg's a fucking hack. Spielberg, if you're listening, I mean, get on the phone. We got ideas here. Please call us for now, Ready Player Two. So anyway, we're going to have like the Undertale characters. Now, hear me out on this one. They're going to set up traps and the talking skeletons. I just let him tire himself out. <laughs> I had to stop myself there. <laughs> I probably could have kept on going. Jesus Christ. We I'm know. I'm still thinking about our Bud Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> How is that the first connection you made? Well, I mean, you think about all the scenes that uh, they... I, it's not really Photoshop. I guess edited him in is better, but whatever. Uh, but it's like, the first one I think about is them to be... It's like, I mean, what, are, what else are you going to do? I mean, you got to put him there. It's like you're not going to put him in the Zapruder film. <laughs> You could. <laughs> Goofy Ooh, just on the grassy knoll. <laughs> Max, where were you? <laughs> Fucking Forrest Gump just playing ping pong against the king of games. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you got new games. <laughs> Instead of Jack Ruby, it's Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> Nothing? Really? No one watched that? Okay, me neither. <laughs> I was still laughing, but I appreciated it. Oh my, I mean, you could do anything now at this point. I was like, if you could have anybody, if, if you could go into a game and be anything, I, I would be damned if there aren't 15 million people who just go as the Son of God. <laughs> they're just on, like, they're just, oh. like, crucified on crosses, and they're just, like, hopping towards the enemy. <laughs> The last battle is just a thousand Ralph Boutons standing <laughs> <in the> <laughs> Instead of fucking Gandalf just saying you shall not pass, it's, it's just, or you shall not pass, it's just Ralph Boutons going, no. <laughs> just, no, no, I'm just imagining the little hollow hotel dude that all the 4chaners use standing in front of the Atari 2600. Atari's closed two to eight. <laughs> Club Penguin was never the same after Ready Player One. <laughs> Oh shit, man! This, this took a, this took a dark turn. <laughs> 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 Things are about to get dark real fucking fast. You're in for a wild <laughs> ride, kid. The, 
Like, to make a movie about a virtual world and not have one goat scene. <laughs> Come on. I mean, they're going to make that joke at least once in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet. Real title. That's the worst title. Like, they could... <laughs> But you talked about movies that did Ready Player One. Wasn't that the first Wreck-It Ralph? <laughs> Let's be honest, sir. Just with a video game? You can games? do anything. You can be anything. Why isn't someone just a giant barefoot woman in a pedal paddle just stepping <laughs> on people? Uh, I, you see, like, some, some characters are running to be stepped on by her. There's, like, zero... There's zero percent chance that, like, there were this few, like, giant anthropomorphic dicks in that scene. Like... <laughs> Like, you could like, be anything. My and do character anything. is a penis with legs. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying earlier we that you that just point. be Barack There's just Obama. forty of the spider from Charlotte's Web, and shit gets fucking weird there. <laughs> not safe for work. <laughs> I'm not going to look that shit up. Please tell me they did not give the spider boobs. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I'll tell you one thing, Chris. There was one fine pig in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you know what's really weird, Parker? This one's for you. I did not see Space Laura Dern in this movie. <laughs> Unfortunately. Because <laughs> she could have saved them all. She could have taken one of the Harkonian ornithopters or whatever and blown it up for a silent 21. That one actually movie. makes sense because nobody in their right mind would ever have their online avatar be Space Laura Dern. Not even regular <laughs> Laura Dern. Space Laura Dern. <laughs> But apparently Ryan Johnson might. <laughs> I have, I, you know, with all the paid advertising, like there was a Firestone ad in there. There was a, obviously that Pizza Hut at the beginning, which by the way, no one actually eats Pizza Hut. Why did they just have Benicio Del Toro from uh, The Last Jedi just crack open a Heineken <laughs> and say, oh, I bought this for myself. <laughs> Quit trying to rub it in my face. First You're the one who brought it up and then just dropped it like it was nothing. I just watched it like an hour ago. You don't deserve this. I had a good time watching a movie. No, you don't get to be happy. I spent I money know, watching Ready Player, Ready Player One for one. content purposes. I saw Ready Player One and Pacific Rim Uprising within days. <laughs> you got brain worms. I made some mistakes. I mean, spent my whole life waiting for a movie where a robot fought a Godzilla and then Ready Player One ruined it for me. <laughs> Thanks. Let me put it this way. I've been really happy I haven't been getting a ton of use out of my movie pass recently because Jesus. Yeah, boy. Oh, you mean you didn't hit up Red Sparrow? I mean, even I know when to pass on a bad Jennifer Lawrence movie. <laughs> you had anything else to uh, do that day? Literally anything. Well, you know when to pass up a bad Jennifer Lawrence movie now, already because you saw Mother in theaters. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there. Not even the worst Jennifer Lawrence movie I've seen in theaters. Uh, which one would it be? Though? That would be Passengers, my friend. Oh, oh my god. You saw Passengers? passengers. Let's pivot this episode. The the second that I found out the plot is actually that Chris Pratt's a creepy weirdo that wakes her up because he falls in love with her sleeping, like, person. Like, I'm like, alright, I gotta see this. Uh, That... Like that, Was it that, really that bad? That seems not That's okay. the plot twist. The plot twist is, oh, actually, they didn't coincidentally wake up. Chris Pratt was supposed to be awake, and he just woke up the hot girl because he wanted to have sex with her. So I'm actually looking at the movies for next week. I I already have our our movie that we're going to do picked out for us, Parker. So that's oh, that's dear. Pl- no 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 no. I'll oh, no. be fine. Uh, but the ones is it's I mean, if you have fun. a movie pass and you're just like forced to justify it by seeing a movie in theaters, your pickings are kind of slim. Right now, I think the best one that's going to be out next week is A Quiet Place. Uh, that oh, seems that like 
it, it, it seems like it could be good in a theater. I think it'd be a lot better at home with like no one around. I mean, I mean, real talk. I still really want to see Unsane, but uh, we'll get to that. I mean, there's also blockers. Have you guys seen that great advertising on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Chappaquiddick, which my dad will probably want to see, and there's also uh, God's Not Dead Three, which my dad, even my dad, won't want to see that one. Uh, I didn't know your dad was into Quidditch. That's pretty cool. Huh? <laughs> That's pretty progressive for him. Really? <laughs> really? You son of a bitch. Really? <laughs> How is it not a single Harry Potter and Ready Player One? By the way. I mean, even I, I think J.K. Rowling it just has a soul. She just doesn't want to do it. You know. She's oh yeah, <laughs> finally she can stand up for her convictions. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot she is. I, I I like how leftist Twitter just keeps dragging her whenever possible. <laughs> they should. She wrote one of the most beloved children's series of all times, but she has slightly right of uh, their political beliefs, so they're never going to like her. Now that being said, fuck J.K. Rowling, but still. <laughs> it's just one of those arguments where everyone is wrong on every level but watching the car crash is just it's <laughs> great oh the I mean, internet's so dumb i love it people get really bad about a lot of stuff not like me with bad movies i mean yeah i'm actually laughing at how not mad I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like aggressively normal what can i say not a single <laughs> so fucking regular. not a single tom servo in that final battle okay movie I just love watching regular normal movies for fun because movies are just fun. That's and I'm very, very neurotypical. Charles Barkley executes the chaos duck. Damn it! Perfect like opportunity. They just missed it. Gutterball. Just call him up. He'll do it. He needs the money. Why haven't they made a movie out of that yet? <laughs> Charles Barkley, shut up and jam. I, I would one million percent be first in line for that movie. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> Only if he plays himself, though. No, no, it doesn't matter. Which he would. No, I, I'd watch literally That's that one of that role. Just tell me the movie is called Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, and I'll show up. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's how you get Tyler Perry shut up in Jam Guy. I'd, I'd so. still watch it. That, no, I'm fine with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Okay, you know, this again, this is a podcast. We've come up with way better ideas than Ready Player One. <laughs> Parker, uh, what movie are you going to make me watch? I honestly haven't decided yet. I've been very laser focused on what I saw this week. So, I've not stopped thinking about Ready Player One. Really? So you just... I mean, not in a good way. Well, I didn't think it'd be in a good way, but, like, <laughs> you don't have any... It just haunted you, me. You couldn't just make me watch Don't Look Now, classic British movie? You should make him watch Ready Player One a second time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, man, is that on the table? <laughs> that can't be on the table. No, 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 no. Not even on a You know what? We're very early on in this. <laughs> I don't want to get on your bad side yet. As it stands, this is a content Mexican standoff. You already so I'll make you watch, watch something good. Look, at least that was good for comedy. I'm going to do you a kindness. I would like you to watch Good Time. Oh, that's a okay. good one. Because you need to see Did Good you Time. I, I didn't realize you finally saw Good Time, Parker. It's God, so I couldn't good. believe how good that movie was. That fucking great soundtrack. And how often do you get great one crazy night kind of movies? 
where just everything goes wrong I think constantly. The, like, the most shocking thing about that movie is how it does absolutely nothing original, and I didn't care in the slightest, because I was just so in. Exactly. Like, okay, uh, I guess I will watch it then. God, we didn't even mention that this movie ends, and the big message is, hey guys, maybe go outside two days a week. <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays, who picked these fucking days? Well, the moral of the story, to be condensed down to, like, one quote is, the real world is, like, real. Like, thanks, dude. <laughs> that is a technically true statement. My, I think my favorite thing is that he makes the uh, th- he makes the case, sort of like, I guess it's a subtle thing, he kind of makes the case that you can't have sex in the game world. Uh, I beg to differ, because during the dance scene, she was specifically asking, can you feel this? And it cuts to, like, a red mark on his crotch. Like, yes, evidently, you can fuck in the game. Uh, it doesn't hey, seem like what? any you kind of oasis in the game. where I can't bone anime characters. <laughs> Nobody would be playing it five years later. <laughs> It's nothing but a wasteland of people fucking Sonic characters. I promise you. You know why it took me to teach Tails to suck my dick So wait, Tails has two separate tails. That means he has two separate assholes, right? That's what's yeah, up. there you go. That's how it works. Anything's possible in the Oasis, Chris. Because there's no rules. It's like Outback Steakhouse. There's no rules. It's just right and tails is two assholes. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking... Not sure how no one in my family ever can asked you imagine, me about the show. Can you imagine Amy Rose with her shocked face watching the final battle because Sonic and Knuckles are kissing? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen way too many of those TV in our pictures. Top 10 anime betrayals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all that final, all that final battle is going on. It cuts to like some suburban home in the middle of nowhere, and Hank Hill lowers his stupor and says, "Them boys making noise again." <laughs> they they recruit him by like stepping on his lawn. <laughs> he just goes in the oasis to mow more lawns. <laughs> Fat Simon Pegg and Why do they have to have like everyone running though? It's like they're either running in the final battle or they're like, you know, driving a car. Couldn't they be flying? Could we say like powdered toast man like flying in the battle? (laughs) Why did it take fifteen minutes for them to go, Hey, you're you you control the oasis now? Why wouldn't the movie fucking end? That's a good question. I mean it really did did just keep on going, much like this podcast. Yeah, we, we've been going for like 45 minutes about how to make a better movie than this. Like, It is very much the best part of this whole show so far. I'm going to cherish this episode as long as I live. <laughs> I've said so many awful things. When we, when and the final when character can... standing was Mr. Rogers in a bloodstained sweater. I, I was waiting for one of you to do it. I, I mean, come on, you know? <laughs> you, you can't just keep pitching it underhand to me. I eventually have to knock it out of the park. <laughs> This is my favorite episode. <laughs> I think it's my favorite too The last 45 minutes are just a nightmare of in-jokes and giggling Some day, Someday when we get our movie contract We'll be able to point at this episode as the starting point I, I think like the idea here Alex, uh, the idea initially was to have both you and the other Alex on And to uh, and, and then at that point invite Repick on and Dan And just get like everybody 
Uh, <laughs> All of our podcast <laughs> friends for one big party. It still somehow disinclude Cam. and <laughs> We decided we yeah, just... wanted this episode to have no listeners, so all six of you, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a good thing this wasn't the draft this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. We're all just imagine? sitting in a room around a microphone screaming about how we all hated that Chun-Li was in the final battle. <laughs> Fucking street. I hate you. Have you ever seen that Blind movie? Side of me. Of course what I'm kind of question is that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a very good question. That's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> I can't get over the final battle just going on and you just hear in the background, powdered toast mad <laughs> when they showed the montage of people like dying in the game and then getting a good real life they should have got to eat that pussy just throwing one on the ground <laughs> every fucking year with this fucking game <laughs> oh my god just like El Prestor like just nuking one of those ends <laughs> stuck I'm stuck I'm stuck and he just fucking tree frags outside <laughs> In the stack. Y'all, this is uh, my uh, my avatar, and uh, uh, I'm a virgin. Wait, wait, wait. You, you gotta make it sound more like Charles Woodson. Like, yeah, you know, I trust Charles Woodson. I'm gay. I, mean, I, I mean, they're wearing like the Woodson jersey, but I guess the Raiders Woodson. I want a Super Bowl. <laughs> Man, I got two Super Bowl rings, and I ain't never had sex. <laughs> Like, how do those leaderboards not have at least eight names with SSJ in them? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, one of the leaderboards would I have? Who would it be? I hate N words for Boston with the Patriots jersey. <laughs> Number one's USA with fucking Billy Mitchell. Can you imagine instead of if instead of pulling out Chucky, he just put on uh, an '81 Patriots jersey and turns into Aaron Hernandez? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> People all around, you got to come get it. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? He just he just throws himself the party he throws of the himself month? into the car wearing his Hernandez jersey, and the fucking guys that don't have names for no explainable reason are like Aaron. Oh, Aaron, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> Yo, I hear Game Master Anthony's throwing the party, the party of the <laughs> month. The party no, of man, the, year. the party of the year. All your favorite games are. So riddle me this: Is is uh, Shaq's avatar Kazam? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Only in the hoop, like shut up. Only in the universe that hasn't Mandela effect jumped yet. <laughs> oh God! You think the Mandela effect happened in the Oasis? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nelson Mandela is dead as shit in the Oasis. <laughs> I love that the Mandela effect is just an internet word for being kind of racist. <laughs> No, it's definitely this big black guy. <laughs> no, you're just wrong. I was thinking it was like the 37th Mandala or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could have been a lot worse. It could have had like Mario in it or something like that. You know, I, I don't even know why they didn't have just Mario with like a fire flower and stuff, just like nuking people's lives. They just said Mario, and that was close. They said Mario. Oh yeah, Mario Kart. How could I possibly forget? Who the. How are there not more Final Fantasy characters? The That's entire movie is a Final Fantasy movie. There should I mean, it released this instead of Advent Children. Swords. It's the same thing. Two little kids have so to go fight the big bad government and save the world. 
Man. And one of them has to bounce her titties around. I just realized that the fact that there were seven Master Chiefs in this movie means that someone at some point is going to have nostalgia for the early 2000s, and that's just unfortunate. <laughs> the nature of fucking art in his. So you're saying in the in the year, I guess in the year 2045, they'll be making a movie full of references to the early 2000s, and they'll have fucking. It's like yeah, and then I took her on a date to watch that classic movie, The Perfect Score. <laughs> <laughs> it starts the way this one does with the black screen, but then you just hear the intro to Fat Lip with some <laughs> Alright, never mind. I'm in this movie. Like... It's either that or my own worst enemy. <laughs> Those are the only two options. I was really good. So the what, end what, credit what, what, what if... song is going to be What's My Age Again? No, no. You're, you're, just, you're on Arch. the black screen. You just hear One, two, three, uh! <laughs> We're going to CGI in Steve O and Chris Pontius. <laughs> They're gonna ride on an elephant. Whatever the fuck I want. Finally, David Arquette gets his due. <laughs> outside of Frisky Dingo. Okay, see, we started as a joke, but now I'm very into this idea. <laughs> How have we not done this? How expensive can big How own. expensive can it be the rights to get to some 41's discography? Like So it's in the final battle, it's the it's uh the Ghostface Killer from Scream versus Ghostface Killer the rapper. <laughs> the big battle is just all the Chappelle show characters. <laughs> Fucking Charlie Murphy. Going, Look, it's Ashley Larry. I know that. <laughs> Let me tell you something about myself, Joe Rogan. I'm in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And my favorite character is a kid, Big Gay Al showed up. <laughs> There would definitely be a Yu-Gi-Oh in that movie. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's not even, come on. <laughs> he carries around a briefcase of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh's a heart of the cards. <laughs> we can find that Ish egg. Just, don't worry about, just, don't I, worry I, about I my blind cousin. I can't believe this movie. there's an ancient Egyptian puzzle that turns a cuck into a chad. <laughs> if the villain of our movie isn't Pegasus, don't bother involving me. Spoilers. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh my god. You know, why did, I can't believe that this movie wasn't made in like the 90s and it was made for something like the 60s. Can you imagine like, uh, uh, what was that little green guy in, uh, in the, the, the Great Kazoo from the Flintstones? <laughs> <laughs> and, like the maker of the game? <laughs> Find the keys, dum-dums. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking scooby Dub with a pen in it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I could be anything. So I decided to be Marvin the Martian. <laughs> you know that whoever picked Marvin the Martian has to be like one of those 50-year-old women who still likes all those pictures of Tweety Bird on Facebook saying things that Tweety Bird has oh. never said. <laughs> Just twenty bird decals on their Ford F one fifties. There's a su- there's Those a sudden stop people. in the battle as everyone's like slowly dying and getting up and getting ready to engage a battle once more. Then they hear some rumbling on the hill, and instead of all the Huns from Mulan, it's all the minions. <laughs> <laughs> like my idol Tweety Bird always says, ship those immigrants back. <laughs> <laughs> Pegasus and red pill 
that feel with no long flowing purple hair. <laughs> that feel with no purple hair girlfriend. He's sitting in the front row vaping. <laughs> I can't believe I paid money for this. Just like to, I like to imagine our hero grabbing somebody with a wallet chain in the middle of the big fight scene and just tossing him aside. <laughs> Everyone's dressed like Guy Fieri. <laughs> the fucking main character, the parts of our movie, is just wearing a button-down Dragon Ball Z one Oh, God. Oh, shit. This is the best idea. He has had. frosted tips, right? But, like, reverse frosted tips. Oh, where I mean, like fro- the, his, his hair is blonde <laughs> and they're frosted brown. His brown on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were going to talk about fucking his Stephen fucking, Baldwin in fucking, fucking Biodome. His hair looks like Charlie Brown's shirt. <laughs> and it goes without saying that Matthew Lillard is a main character <laughs> yeah, yeah. as himself. No, I mean, at that point, Matthew Lillard's the guy who makes the game. I mean, I mean... <laughs> oh my god. I, I would play... <laughs> you get to the end of the level, it's just Matthew Lillard in his own room watching 13 <laughs> Ghosts. Like, huh, you found me. <laughs> oh, jeez. So and, the, and, the, and the main uh, love interest would just be Lindsay Lohan. Oh, there's no way she's alive at the time of this movie. I'm, okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> They, they just like, do CGI Tarkin from Rogue no, they One, CG- but it's Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls. <laughs> no, they CGI'd together. Like, they did, like, the face fuse thing. No, they did, like, the Dragon Ball Z fusion thing with uh, Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes. I mean, look, you know it's just gonna be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Just the character, not the oh, I, was going to say. I just can't believe until somebody gets fragged by the dancing lobsters being sent in. Oh my God. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> 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 the character really dramatically says Amanda please and then winks at the camera it's a year 2145 and I love all my classic early 2000 references such as Firefly <laughs> <laughs> and then the giant ear of corn ran into battle with <laughs> 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 the Danny Tamborelli her hero <laughs> Wait, why not just put in, like, that really old Italian guy from Aqua Teen Hunger Force telling him to knock it off? Parsival, I have some vital information for you. Jesus Christ. You're the stupidest people alive. I feel, like, aggressively dumb right now, and I'm super okay with it. Uh, my head hurts from laughing, to be honest with you. Oh, shit. I, I still haven't uh, thought of what my end song is going to be for the episode. I still haven't hit stop. I haven't, I haven't hit stop cool. either. <laughs> this is going to be the best. <laughs> this is going to go for four hours. And people are going to be like, wow, <laughs> this fine. movie must have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Is there it's ever? It's just us talking about the fat guy from Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> Bodies. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. If we're going to do, like, late 90s, early 2000s, you know the movie. It's not going to start off with uh, fucking uh, Hey Ya. It's going to start off with uh, the opening from The Pest. <laughs> it's just a record scratch and then the real Slim Shady starts. <laughs> if we're being honest with each other. true. All right, there you go. You got that one. I'll give you that. Man. This... We're just making American Reunion, but worse somehow. <laughs> 
So the CGI in this movie. But you forgot that movie came That's out. That's me. You probably are wondering how I got turned into a dog. For <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Damn it, you beat me! <laughs> oh, Hundred good deeds for Percival McDowell. <laughs> he got turned into a fucking dog. Did we ever find out who exactly turned into a dog? Like, was it just like it was a Wishbone? Witch Wishbone so. went back to William Shakespeare's times and turned him into a dog oh with magic God. from the witches. If the big reveal, like halfway to the movie, just a fucking dog comes in dressed like Robin Hood, like say gang. <laughs> I found their weak points. I scouted ahead. I like to imagine that this entire movie is like Rocket Power the Lost Episode, where like the art changes every 30 seconds, except it's just a different character dressed the same, and you're supposed to follow solely by the costumes. Are you okay? Yeah, wish I would have had helmets then, too. Wish I would have had helmets then, too. Just hear it. Fucking the main character is locked in a room by himself. You hear jerk off sounds, and someone knocks on the door, and he just says, Angle of Angle Deflection! Angle of Deflection! <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the first time Alex showed me that. Hey, shithead squid, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm playing my favorite video game, Rocket Power 64. <laughs> I go fuck yourself, Reggie. With pleasure. <laughs> oh, and Twister, Wild. <laughs> Yeah, 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 woo, yeah, 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 woo, yeah. You guys are in big fucking trouble now. Verb Stimpleton just called. He said last night, you guys broke into his house, killed his wife, took a shit in his pool, and ate all of her ribbon candy. His ribbon candy. No, oh, uh, you know, you can make an early 2000s Ready Player One because it would have a 300 reference in it. God. That's, yeah, I mean, that's oh, a movie I, just, I was ready to forget about forever. I still love that movie. I haven't seen it in years, it's, but I, I bet it's still one of my favorites. There's a lot of slow mo. Like oh, there'd be a Jack Sparrow in it too. Now, if we're being honest with ourselves, oh. he'd do the. the we're just thing. making epic movie. This <laughs> oh, God, the epic movie was me. really just. Oh my God, we just named it. Epic movie was Ready Player Two. Oh my God. Well, all right, I'm kind of out on this idea now. Yeah, I, I don't know that we could ever do this again. Sorry. We, no, they come full circle. They'll be popular again. No, leave yeah. it to us. We ruined the only thing we've ever enjoyed. <laughs> it all was is a matter of time. Like always. I guess that's why they call it window pane. <laughs> I love how the reference never is ever going to make any sense to me. It doesn't need to. I think that's part of the fun of it. I was gonna go through like my favorite like early two thousands video games, but I'm not a real gamer. <laughs> you mean your favorite eighties video game, Halo, <laughs> <laughs> with all the Master Chief? Really, no Pokemon in this though. You you'd think they'd have it like at least one. I don't know Machoke. Nintendo must have been like, get do not. We're not oh. returning your calls. We're not going to be in your silly we movie. We gave you a Mario Kart reference. That is it. No, you burned us once before, guys. The deal would end up being like, all right, we'll give you five shitty Gen 1 Pokemon that no one used. And so the, the creators just take and run with it. It's like 17 Lickitungs just licking each other's balls. <laughs> all right. In, in exchange, my tangle. <laughs> in exchange for that, like, a drone delivers a Switch to, like, 15 people. <laughs> Wait, they could have used that at some point. Like, think about it. They use the NES Advantage in Ghostbusters 2. Why don't they have a reference to that? 
I am actually shocked no one has a power glove in this movie. No, you don't get anything for that. Or do they? <laughs> you know what's... No, I'm being serious. That wasn't a joke. Oh, you, you know, here's... Like, I honestly cannot believe. No, you know... Like, isn't that the most 80s-ass thing possible? You know he's seen The Wizard a thousand uh, times. Parker, in order... Let me quote the movie for you here. Just... Uh, oh, when was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, a fanboy knows a hater. And you would be a oh, hater Jesus. if you put the Power Glove in here. Because as the angry video game nerd mentioned, the Power Glove actually sucks balls. Do you feel All good right, about that? Yeah, you know what? This. You know what actually uh, feels good to me is uh, the fact that uh, at some point it was it was during the pre-show. The first thing I sat down for was some sort of I don't know. It's like live-action Pac-Man or something. It's like oh, Pac-Man eighties. I get it. Then they showed a commercial for the Virtual Boy, and I like I got like a little pit in my stomach. I was like, oh my god, if they actually use a Virtual Boy during this movie, I will fucking flip. That's from the 80s. I know what that is. I think it's actually from the 90s, so... Close enough. So the Iron Giant. Don't even... Re you know, I, I didn't even go into detail about how much that pissed me off. You know? Like, that actually makes me mad. Like, it'll be in your fucking suicide note. <laughs> to whoever this may concern. <laughs> the Iron Giant was a symbol of you peace. You might call this... A suicide note. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> to whoever is the smartest named Ernest Klein is a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't I changed my name on, on fucking Discord to Walter is a moron? I gotta do that at question. some point. <laughs> Ernest Klein, jerk of the week. The ready player one kill boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh shit. Okay. Cornell Patterson is rostered. Gather up all of the kielbasas to get the Easter kielbasa. <laughs> but he'll be really good returning kicks. Sure. <laughs> He's already an upgrade over Philip Dorsett, and that says something. He can't catch. All right, let's just put him back there on pods. It'll probably go well. <laughs> Whatever. Well, we have to replace Dion Lewis and Danny Amendola. It's not like they ever contributed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being my dad now. He really likes short guys in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> Is your dad Cam? <laughs> well, ju just, uh, just for the hell of it, I clicked on the Walter Football free agent signings page, yes. and literally the first one, Millen Kielbasa Fool's Day grade. Oh, come on. What, wait, what yeah, was the kielbasa grade? It was a regrade on Albert Wilson of the Dolphins. Really? I I don't know how it wasn't mm -hmm. a Millen kielbasa grade before, but yeah. I Albert Wilson. I definitely know who that is. Is he is yeah, a receiver? Real? Yeah, he plays sure. receiver in the NFL. For now. Yeah, I know what the NFL yeah. is. Why didn't they have a reference to that? <laughs> Ready player one with the NFL, but it's just a bunch of dead people. They, yeah, why did they have the Chicago Bears doing, like, the, the electric slide or whatever? For the fucking Super Bowl show. Yeah, they should have done that. Imagine William the Refrigerator oh Perry just running a fullback dive against the Sixers. Challenge that call. Okay. <laughs> not, not a very good not call. Not a very good call. <laughs> <laughs> he just had to quote the entire thing. He just couldn't let it sit and speak for itself. Nope. It makes me too happy. I enjoy saying it. No, call me crazy, but you never saw, like, fucking... 
I don't know, like Alfred Hitchcock never made a references of all the really great 1800 novels. I thought you were going to say 1800s movies. I got really no, excited. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of those. <laughs> yeah, what if Dracula teamed up with Huckleberry Finn? <laughs> Isn't this basically if- how he ended up with LXG? I am definitely going to make you watch the Mummy reboot. Man. That is a promise. <laughs> that movie. Fucking, I want to talk to you for 45 minutes about Russell. I loved every second of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just turns on a Cockney accent when he's the evil. <laughs> it's so good. Well, it's so I'm Mr. Good. White now. <laughs> you know, it does kind of remind me of uh, Dreamcatcher. <laughs> Jonesy! <laughs> Go into me mind palace for all me favorite 80s <laughs> video games. Yo, can you imagine? It's like, yeah, I'll store that in my metal warehouse. Oh, metal warehouse. It just cuts to me in a metal warehouse just filing all these GameCube games. <laughs> I'll put this Sonic game over here. I might need custom Robo in 2020. Hey, <laughs> Hold on to that. Oh, man. We sure do. <laughs> ah, Killer Seven. Now this is a classic. 1998. If I remember, okay, what? 2006. The last time I saw my grandfather into the bin. <laughs> uh, I don't think I need the ability to drive. I stick. Can't forget Time Splitters Three. <laughs> Future Perfect. Yeah, you're definitely gonna have to watch the movie. Um, it is. I've been a good boy. It is. It is one of the most incredible failures of setting up a franchise. It's, I've ever it's seen. a disaster of a movie. <laughs> It's like four different genres, and all of them are terrible. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it. There's like two ten-minute segments of that movie that are above bad. Anyway, uh, to close out the podcast, uh, I'd like to ask you each a question. Alex, what is your favorite reference from the 80s? Oh, man. Oh, man. Can't believe you're putting me on the spot like this. There's just so many. It's hard to pick <laughs> just one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh actually fuck like nothing good happened in the 80s i got nothing okay parker <laughs> uh <laughs> with the, you know he didn't take anything from you so what's your favorite reference to the 80s uh probably the zemeckis cube <laughs> and mine <laughs> just let me do it and mine is iran contra next week we're going to watch street fighter <laughs> what the fuck god damn it <laughs>
Forget about me 